0: Pirate fans, welcome to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Post Game Call-In Show, brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's Platinum Certified U.S. Cellular stores and experience the highest standard of customer service. Call in on the live line at 317-1250. Now, with a complete recap of the game and your phone calls, live from the Pirate Radio Studios, here's your host of the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter, Clip Brock.
1: 317 1250 US Sailor fifth quarter call in show, Pit Electric Live Line. Owen Daffer missed field goal overtime. Navy wins it 23 to 20 in double OT. And boy,
2: we're gonna have a long show tonight, we've yep, yep, it's gonna be a very long show. And everybody's gonna call in and blame Daffer and the white uniforms and just, just. Let's see how many excuses we can come up with tonight. (laughs) There's going to be
1: a lot of blaming, a lot of finger-pointing tonight, and we're going to be here for your calls, 317-1250. On the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show, we will take a timeout. Shirley's lining up the calls, and I'm sure we'll have a bunch of them when we return after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th quarter post-game call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Alrighty, Welcome
1: in. The U.S. Cellular 5th quarter call-in show. Bad news. We just saw it. Good news. We do have Parker's Barbecue to <laughs> drown our sorrows. And, uh, man, we got hooked up with an awesome spread. The Q, the chicken, ribs, all the fixins'. Billy has enjoyed a banana pudding already. Yep. Uh, the best him, thing of the night. Had him in a good mood about... 15, 20 minutes ago. Not so much now. <laughs> no. But uh, thanks to Parker's. Uh, check them out. Uh, three locations in Greenville to serve you. All right. We got lines locked and loaded, and we got a lot to discuss tonight. And I'm sure we'll get calls about uniforms. Donnie Kirkpatrick, uh, the Holt Nailers across the yep. body interception, yep. At yep. the interregulation, yep. the Owen Daffer miss field goal, and everything in between. Let so. me just
2: say right now, don't call in about the uniforms. Stop. Just stop. stop! 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 Stop already! Stop! Stop, stop! Stop! All
1: right, uh, all right. We'll see if people listen to you, Weeb. No, they won't. Three one seven 1250. <laughs> all right off. Jonathan, Jamie, Cameron. Hang on. We start with Philip in Raleigh. Hey, Philip.
3: Hey, Cliff. Hey, Billy. Hey. First time caller, long time listener. I'm just disappointed about the game today, but the main thing I'm mad about today is that sack that Latimore had, and they call it target. That was just a good old sack, but I'm not talking about Owen again because we know how it is, but we should have won the game today. And I feel like we played down to our competition today
4: because they're also
3: Delaware. That's, that's an SCS team. We should have won it, and it's as, as blame on dying a little bit, but still, we should have had it.
1: I'm gonna hang up. we
2: all safe. All right, Philip. Thanks, man. Yeah, and I agree. You know what? The offense just didn't. It never got in gear. They never got into any kind of rhythm. Uh, They made mistakes. They had penalties. Uh, They had bonehead plays. Something they didn't do against Campbell. And you know that. If I remember correctly, last week didn't they have one penalty for five yards? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this week Navy had one penalty for five yards.
1: Three one seven twelve fifty. Cameron is up next in Greenville. Hey, Cameron.
3: Cliff, how about them Pirates, man? Listen, our defense played the day against the option. Apart from giving them a great uh, with that big play, they played great. Um, my only question is this: Is did our coaching staff not watch Navy's first two games films when, uh, especially last week against Memphis, when Memphis in the first half tried to run the ball and they couldn't get nothing, so they started throwing the ball and they moved the ball, and moved the ball up and down the field like it was like Navy was Swiss cheese. What on God's green earth is Donnie Kirkpatrick doing? What is he, is he, is, he an idiot? is he up in the booth smoking weed or something? I mean, somebody needs to ask tough questions. Same thing that we did against State. On first down, we run it every damn time. Every time we run the ball on first down. Why are we running the ball every time on first down? They know The defense knows what we're doing. They know what we're doing every, every first down. Run, 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 run. And we're screaming in the stands, throw the football. Test Navy secondary, that sucks. What is Donnie Kirkpatrick doing? I want Steve and I go, I want y'all at Pirate Radio to actually ask some tough questions about Donnie Kirkpatrick for the love of God. And lastly, Holton Nailers, you are a, what, fifth or sixth year senior? Come on, man. I understand if you're a freshman, Holton, what are you, what are you doing, Holton? Throwing it across your body pick when we're driving and have a chance to win the game? Holton is the best average quarterback I've ever seen in my life. He's got all these records. He's got it all done. But what does it really matter? How many times has he led a game-winning drive for East Carolina? How many times has he led a drive that's a game-winning for East Carolina? What, like four times? He makes too many dumb-headed, bold-headed mistakes. I'm tired of defending him. Come on, Holton. And as always, go Pirates. But come on, man. Donnie Kirkpatrick. Jesus Christ. Holton Aylers. Come on, man. Go Pirates.
1: All right. There he is, Cameron, in Greenville. And that's the uh, the purpose of the fifth-quarter call-in show get that anger after they get it out get it out uh if you take away which you can't take away because it did happen but take away rajay's 41 yard run tonight he had 31 yards on 14 carries so about two yards a pop ayler seven for 23 mitchell five for five uh so yeah ecu's average is going to be helped by rajay's 41 yard run but outside of that it was basically running your head into a brick wall when it came to the run game today.
2: Well, the passing game wasn't that much better because you take away Isaiah's. How long was that touchdown? That uh, sixty-seven. Yeah, I mean, you take the, take away those. 67. Take away that one. Ayler's is under two hundred yards. Yeah, so I mean, it passing. wasn't. They weren't lighting up the world. I mean, they just could never get into rhythm, you know. And I I, I can't defend Holton on this game. I mean, he had a tough game. There was yeah. a, you know third and goal situation where he didn't even give the receiver a chance to catch the ball, and that ended up uh, if I remember. Correctly, uh, an Owen Daffer field goal. That's you know a missed opportunity right there. Obviously, the uh, the interception thrown across the body. That's one that he'll tell you he's got to have back. He's got to play better than that. And you know I was really rooting for Holton on that last uh, that last position. You know the, the caller Cameron said. You know, lead a lead a game-winning drive, and that's what I was hoping was going to happen on that situation where you want to see your fifth-year senior quarterback lead a game-winning drive down the field, and it just didn't happen.
1: 317-1250, we go next to Jamie in Greenville on the Pitt Electric Live line. Hey, Jamie.
5: Hey, man, how y'all
1: doing tonight?
2: Uh, uh, could be better. <laughs>
6: two, well, two quick things. Uh, I'm kind of like the other call. lied to me, the first half, what I saw, they – they were just too conservative. They didn't, they, and then the second half, they opened it up. I, I don't know. They just, I don't know. It's like they didn't want Navy to get the ball in the first half. They just wanted to run the clock. Or, I don't know. It, the offense just was not opening up. And then when holding it through the intersection, he could have ran that for the first down. Why he didn't run it? I don't know. I'll, I'll hang. I'll hang up and
1: listen to what y'all what y'all think about it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, he's going to say the same thing tonight. And when we ask him about it on Monday, just a poor decision, awful decision. Not to run. I mean, you were screaming, run. Yeah, I was. We I all was, were. We were all screaming, run, run. I know go nobody go. was screaming. Throw the ball across your body. <laughs> I mean, he knows that. Yeah. So we can't get in his head and figure out why he didn't do it, uh, why he made that throw. But it was a terrible decision. And if you can't make that play. When you've been around and played as many games as he has, and and he'll tell you the same damn yeah. thing. So, yeah. all right, thanks, Jamie. Three one seven twelve fifty. We go to Jonathan in Charlotte. Hey, Jonathan. Jonathan, you there? All right, let's try uh, David in Raleigh. Hello, David.
7: Hey, how's it going? First of all, uh, good pirates. But second of all, how many times? daffer have to choke in key games before he gets benched i mean we're at
1: at number two right now so if he doesn't play next week the answer is two if he plays next week more than two
7: (laughs) Uh, okay Uh, i I appreciate the rhetorical response well i don't
1: have the answer i don't have a nobody has an answer for you this isn't the mike houston calling show
7: Uh, Okay, then. I mean, then why even have a call-in show? I'm just saying.
1: Because we have people that ask questions I can answer. I can't answer your question. Well, I mean, can you
7: answer any questions? I don't know. I'm getting frustrated.
1: Yes. The answer to that question is yes. There's my first one.
7: Dude, Dafford choked in two key games. Like, he choked in NC State twice. He choked for, I mean, going into third overtime. Once again tonight, what does it take before Houston benches this
8: guy?
2: Should should he bench Rajay, too?
9: There are no other kickers. David, David, David. David, I'm
2: asking David a question. He's asking all the questions and thinks we have all the answers. I'm asking you a question. Should they bench Rajay? Why are you
7: coddling?
2: <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I'm not coddling. I'm asking you a legitimate question. Should they bench Rajay? Maybe. That's a legitimate question, David.
1: Okay. I don't care about if Owen. If we have a better kicker, then I'd love to see Absolutely. it. I don't care if Owen Daffer sits the bench. But if we don't have another one, that's why he's in. That's why. That's, that's what
2: we're trying kicking. to say. What is, what's the other option? You, you know kickers Actually, good division 1 kickers are just don't grow on trees. They you know each each, well, each,
1: each I don't have a bet on Owen Daffer for the Lou Groza award. Yeah. I don't care if he plays or not
2: next week. And college football teams don't have two good kickers on their team. They just don't.
7: Why is the show constantly coddling Daffer? We're not coddling I Daffer. don't what,
2: what are you talking about? He missed. Yeah, he missed for the loss. Once again, Okay, for, for well, for one thing, what do you want us to do about it? Okay, so so why don't why don't you bench the whole offense? <laughs> what do you want me not, to do about it? Why don't you bench the whole offense for not scoring? Hold a on, touchdown? That, what do you they want? The hold zone. on,
1: what do you want me to do about Owen Daffer, David?
2: Uh, if Houston doesn't bench
7: him, fire. I said, what do you want me to do about it? Not Houston. <laughs> what do you want me to do about it? Yeah, I'm. At it. I'm answering your question. All right, go ahead. If you, if Houston doesn't bench Dafford, they should fire Houston, and you should be the head coach because you can't do any
10: worse.
1: Okay, I'm on board with you, David. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm with you now,
9: Can I run the offense
1: clipper? Sure, <laughs> you're, you're Donnie's job. Yeah, all right,
10: I'm
7: just saying, man. Like he 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 is choked in two key. Areas. We know,
1: dude. We got it. We got it. We got it. Thanks, David. Appreciate it, man. We're all we're all upset. All right, David and Raleigh. 317-1250, let's take a break. Johnny, Ethan, Matt, hang on. I'll answer. We'll answer questions that we have the answers to. If we don't, we just can't answer them. We're back with more on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All right, I had a couple corn
1: sticks. I'm good. Ready <laughs> for I another
2: need, segment? I need more banana pudding. More I banana think. pudding I'm for me. I'm going to have to have a lot of banana pudding for this show.
1: All right, Pirates falling overtime. Good grief. Disgusting. That's a tough one. 23-20, the final. Yeah, Navy. O-O-T.
2: 5-0 at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Unbelievable. They
1: they tell us what jerseys to wear, and then they beat our ass. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's rough.
2: Bring me my money.
1: All right. uh, Mike, Matt, Ethan, hang on. We begin with Johnny in Wilmington. Hey, Johnny.
11: Clip, come on, guys.
1: Come on, guys.
11: Man, Navy lost at home to Delaware. They lost at home to Delaware, man.
1: The Blue Hens.
11: The Blue Hens, yeah. yeah. Man, the point I got is your boy Isaiah Winstead giving the mile-high salute tonight, man. That was awesome.
1: Yeah, he's a gamer. He's a player.
11: He played good tonight, dog. Uh Donnie Kilpatrick had some questionable play calls tonight. He really did, but uh, I don't know, man. We got to get rid of that white. Helmets. <laughs> I ain't lying. We got to get rid of
2: that white. Now I'm going to throw one right back at you. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Nothing to do with any white helmets. You know, that's... Yeah,
11: I don't know. It's, it's, it's something... I don't know. I don't know. Something about them whites. I don't, I, I don't know. Mm. But I
12: don't
11: know, man. Uh, we just... We can't beat that triple option for some reason, but... uh. Check out my boy, 33, from Wallace Rose Hill Sunday night,
1: Javante Williams. Well, are they going to put him in or to run Melvin Gordon? Uh, they're going to run
11: both of them, but 33 from Rose <laughs> Hill to give you to my house a alright you All right. Y'all have a good night.
1: Man. Tough one, Johnny. All right, buddy. There's uh, Johnny in Wilmington. 317-1250, Pitt Electric Live Line. Ethan in Chesapeake is next. Hey, Ethan.
13: Hey, guys not really going to ask you how you're doing because I know. Yep. So, this game was extremely disappointing. Like, I think we had severe problems uh, that have kind of been consistent throughout the Mike Houston regime. Clock management was god-awful in this game. We stopped them, held them to a field goal in the first half, could have taken a timeout, conceivably gotten the ball back with, like, 53 seconds to go. Um, in, a, in a game where points are at a premium you, you, you got to take that time out you got to at least try to drive down the field and get kick a field goal I thought our creativity in the running game was absent at best um, it just seems like Donnie loves to run it up between the tackles even when we're we're getting stuff, stuff for a couple yard losses like every single time like you gotta toss it outside you got to do like a jet sweep you get you got to do something that's going to stress Navy's defense because we saw in the second half, like, athlete to athlete, we we had better athletes than across the board, like our offense versus their defense. We just didn't exploit anything down the field. Uh, another thing, like, going to harp on Donnie because, like, I, I'd rather take shots at the adults making six figures than the uh, student-athletes, but how in the world does the position coach – or Dwayne Harris, Justin Hardy, and Zay Jones forget how to call screen passes. It's, a, it's absolutely unreal. Navy was blitzing us to death all game. You know, they've got free rushers coming from everywhere. The way you counter that is with screens and draws. We just run a single screen pass. It's just mind-blowing. Mind I thought our offensive line, Hot garbage tonight, like especially like in the interior, like which is kind of surprising because Navy honestly recruits like a high level FCS team. Their guys are consistently undersized. Uh, we, we should have been able to take advantage of that. Um, the last thing I'll say, like Mike Houston's got some really tough decisions to make. Nothing's going to happen after after today, but like if he ever wants to win big here and conceivably get poached by a cartel school. He's got to fire Donnie. He he flat out has to fire Donnie. Like, this is a business. Donnie can be his best friend after he retires, but if Mike Houston ever wants to go anywhere big, he's got to fire him. All right, y'all have a good night. Go it.
1: All right, Ethan. Appreciate the call, man. Offense took eight steps back tonight from what we had seen. Felt like they were getting something going. Both ground and certainly through the air, uh, Old Nailers has looked the best he's looked through three games, and then major, major step back tonight for the entire offense.
2: Yeah, the offense didn't get their athletes in space. We talk about that time and time again. East Carolina has weapons on offense; they've got guys that can really make some yardage after the catch. Yeah, got to get those guys in space. And you know, one of the callers uh, called earlier and said, you know, we just can't figure out a way to beat and uh, to defeat that triple option. Tonight, East Carolina beat the triple option. And you hold Navy to 17 points in in regulation. I mean, that's, the defense played great. This <laughs> is all on the offense. We're sitting there in the 100%. fourth quarter, all
1: right, with three points allowed or whatever. Yes. And we're
2: like, well, I mean, come why on. is this not a blowout? Right. Yeah you, You've got to play better on offense, yeah. period. Awesome. It was not the offense. Lost this game tonight for East Carolina, period. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it.
1: All right, Matt's up next in Connecticut. Hey, Matt.
14: Hey, guys. No, just uh, completely, completely disgusted with the performance tonight. Um, I really think Mike Houston coached this game not to lose as opposed to trying to win. And I, I think the game plan was, was absolutely terrible. And, you know, Brian Newberry, the D.C. for Navy, you gotta give, you got to give props to him. He completely outcoached Donnie. He was a step ahead in every way. His game plan was better. Um, he was loading the box basically daring us to run the ball and we took the bait on almost every single first down so predictable running the ball we didn't try to open the offense up we played right into navy's hands completely outcoached um it is guys it is borderline criminal that we don't have a wide receiver screen in this offense and we haven't seen one for years um Navy, you know their corners are playing 10 to 12 yards off the fact that we don't have a simple screen is, is like I said, it's criminal. Um, so so a terrible job coaching tonight. You, you just have to be honest about it. And also, just want to say the targeting call on Elijah Morris, um, really one of the worst calls I've ever seen, in my opinion. Holden Miller has got targeted later in the game, a no call there. So you have to be fair. If you're going to call a terrible targeting call, against East Carolina, you have to call it unnated. You have to be consistent with those calls. Um, but, you know, guys, coaches love to drag players into the meeting room on a Sunday after a loss and, and show the players everything they did wrong and beat them up. Tonight, the coaches should put themselves in a the meeting room and talk about all the things they did wrong because this was, this was 100% coaching. Um, Mike Houston needs to look himself in the mirror Donnie Kay needs to go back to the chalkboard and, and, and come up with something because Brian Newberry ate his lunch tonight. That's all I got, fellas.
2: All right, Matt. Good call. Thanks, man. Well, i tell you what, the flip side, the offense, uh, the play calling on offense for Navy was spectacular. I mean, every every time they, they kept sucking everybody into the box, sucking players into the box, third and nine, third and ten, third and long situations, and they'd break out a pass. Uh, 7 and just, of
1: 10, 152 yards touchdown. That, yeah, that,
2: that is not Navy. I mean, yeah. Navy doesn't do that. You never see that many passing yards because from a Navy
1: team. we held them, and I say held, 100. we held them to 2.9 yards of carry yeah. overall. 178 and that's yards the Navy is is good. Yeah, that's solid. Uh, and they realized they had to throw the ball. They realized they had to throw the ball. It's almost like East Carolina, you know, didn't or, or couldn't, Yeah, however you want to put it. And
2: still, East Carolina's defense played... More than well enough to win this game. Yeah. Even giving up those, those big plays on third down, the passing situations. That happens. I get it. Um, but East Carolina's offense has to respond. And, you know, I talked about that in the pregame show. One of the big keys offensively, you got to keep your defense off the field. You know, I mean, Navy, just they just pound on you. They just wear you down long drives. And, uh, you know, your, your offense has got to play better.
9: I did want to hit on one thing from the postgame right quick. Yes, please. Uh, Keaton, Keaton Mitchell, not a serious injury. Good. So he is uh, going to be okay, it looks
1: Okay, looks like. And uh, that's a good thing. You're going to need him next week, South Florida, because, man, we're, we're going to talk about this one. They're for,
9: pretty good. Well,
1: I mean, looks they like, I mean, had their ass kicked today. Well, they're tough. They are they were good against Florida. They were awful against Louisville. Uh, every team, every game is going to be tough. I was trying to say that during the week. and And at the same time, I was saying we could contend for a – a conference championship well we took a major step back on that one and uh, maybe we're not ready for that after what I saw tonight uh, against Navy So, alright Dean, Monica, Bradley Mike hang on we'll get to your calls when we return it's the US Sailor 5th quarter call in show thanks to Parker's Barbecue for the awesome post game food and uh, you can check out Parker's three locations in Greenville to serve you they ship nationwide parkersbbq.com so our out of town callers can enjoy it just like we do here in greenville thanks to parkers for their support take a time out come back lines locked and loaded and we'll get to more calls after this
0: you're listening to the u.s cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show here's clip brock All right, back with you.
1: U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Cliff Brock, Billy Weaver, Shirley Rhodes, the big dog, Glenn Griffin, taking your calls after a very disappointing loss tonight to Navy in double overtime, 23-20, the final score. All right, lines locked and loaded. Dean, Monica, Bradley, hang on. Let's go to Mike in Greenville. Hey, Mike.
15: Hey, Cliff, I asked Shirley if you're okay, because I'm on the phone, but I could hear your veins popping out your forehead. No, I'm good. I happy everything's going well there. Uh, First thing I want to call out is I'm disappointed in Pirate Nation. If you were in the stadium, it wasn't as full as you would have expected with a 2-1 team that was – Really riding some momentum and really had a good chance against Navy. I thought when I when I saw the half I said that was a big NFW. But I thought for sure that they would have pulled out the win. Uh, with that being said, uh, Donnie has had no problem the first three games launching balls down the field and hoping something happens. And Navy not once during the game, not once played a safety deep. And not once did we try to launch, launch a ball down the field. And I will take our wide receivers Johnson, Hatfield, Winstead against any any of anybody out there. And and we never tried. So I, I don't put this on Daffer. I know he's not he's not going out there saying you know what I'm going to shank this one. The kid's giving his best effort. So I, I don't put this on him. But but I really thought we could have taken a lot more chances downfield than what we did. And what we did was zero.
2: Mike, good call. I mean, uh, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that at yeah. all. You got to take chances, and especially, you know what? I mean, you scored three points in the first half. When, when, when were you going to figure out that there's okay? Whatever we're doing, is not working. Yeah, let's try about, something else, something different. Saw a whole lot of the same stuff in the second half.
1: Yeah, and and previous callers said this is one where Mike Houston, like he meets with the players, is going to have to meet with, with the I coaches, agree. Donnie Kirkpatrick. And, I agree, and figure something out here. What what went wrong? Because that was a poor display of offense tonight when your defense played well enough to win, more than yeah. well enough to win. All right, uh, Bradley, you're up next in Wilmington. Hey, Bradley. Hey, how's it
7: going, guys? Um, I want to say first and foremost, Taylor. Uh, set up in a state game that he was proud to bring the fans back in the game and bring excitement to the game. Um, wanna say hat tip to him because he did that. Um I think as ECU fans we're all, all excited to see what he's doing. Uh the state game was close but it was, you know he's kept us in it all year. Um our kicker has has made exciting moments, but this year he's his kicks look inconsistent and it scares me. I'm not being disrespectful. I just wanna see him do better. Um but first and foremost I would say we all know Russell McNeil. We enjoyed the lincoln Riley era. We liked the offense. And if if we had three or four touchdowns today, no one would call in and say what they're saying. I think the fans want to see more offense. And so the question I have to you guys is, what should the team do differently moving forward with the pieces they currently
1: have to generate more offense? I think the previous callers have thrown out some ideas. Yeah, uh, and
2: I, I said the same thing. Involve
1: a screen game. I would love mm-hmm. to see more, a running back screen or two yep. to Keaton Mitchell and get him out in space. Find a way to get him the football. And Mike just said, throw the football down the field, especially when Navy is basically you know giving it to you. Go one on one with Winstead, CJ, the the tall receivers. You got every receiver we got is over six two, six three. Take a shot. Take some shots downfield. Wake Forest did that all day against Clemson. Absolutely. And Clemson was tackling their receivers because they were Mm one-on-one and out of position. Throw the ball downfield. Make them do that.
2: I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do. Well, and I had said it before, too. Get your athletes in space. you got to do that. I mean, we've had many extremely talented athletes here at East Carolina that uh, when you got them in space – and it, man anything can happen especially Keaton Mitchell I, I mean you know we had talked about this during the break that you know during the Lincoln Riley Riley era everybody called in get rid of the bubble screen it's always a bubble screen left bubble screen right you know what I'd love to see one of those right now to Keaton Mitchell get him out in space let him use the speed we're just not seeing it All right
1: 317-1250 Monica is up in Greenville hey Monica Hey guys uh what a
16: Terrible offensive game we saw tonight. Um, I want to comment on a play in the fourth quarter that I just really want to challenge Mike Houston on, and that was the bad spot that we saw in the fourth quarter. And I'm just baffled why Mike Houston didn't challenge the spot. Uh, it looked like Navy didn't. We stopped them on um, on third down, and they didn't convert. And the um, the referee said that Navy made the, the, the conversion, on, I'm sorry, on their fourth down. And Mike Houston just did not challenge that spot, and and they and Navy got the ball. And I just think that was a big mistake for Houston not to challenge that spot on the field, and that was a, a difference in, in the game there uh, in the fourth quarter. So just I think that was terrible on Mike Houston's part. Um. It just also looked like that, you know, we prepared for this triple option, and then Navy just came out and passed the heck out of the ball tonight, and I didn't think our defense did well defending the pass tonight consistently, so I will comment on that, even though the defense has been spectacular, I didn't think we looked like we defended the pass great tonight. Um, also, just want to comment, you know, as far as the offensive play calling, you know, donnie got a raise last year and you know we keep we served him up a big raise and he keeps serving up vanilla you know on play calling so we got to stop that this should have never come down to an owen daffer kick tonight i feel bad for that kid you know he needs to be more consistent when it matters but kicking is such a mental game um, but it never should have come down to that we got to get better Uh, we cannot keep serving up Raises to somebody who keeps giving us dishes of vanilla ice cream, running it up the middle, getting stuffed on first down. It's ridiculous, and we cannot take it to the next level with that kind of play calling. But um, you know, we'll just tee it up for the next game and go pirates.
1: Monica, thanks as always for giving us your thoughts after East Carolina win, win or lose here on the
2: fifth quarter. Yeah, and I do agree with Monica on one point as far. Well, I I think the even against the pass. Uh, the Pirate defense played great. I mean, when you're playing Navy, you give up 17 points. You should win that game. Bottom line, no ifs, no ands, no buts. I don't blame the defense uh, whatsoever. Uh, I do agree with Monica on one point, though. It should have never been in the kicker's hands, ever. This game should have been put out. Uh, I mean, th- this it should have been put out of reach early on. I mean, you scored three points in the first half against Navy. Th- this shouldn't have been. It should not have come down to an Owen Daffer kick, period. I mean you had two you had two tries from the 25 yard line in overtime to get in the end zone. They didn't even get in a uh goal to go situation either time. Come on, man. Really?
1: <clears throat> Mike Houston iced uh, Owen Daffer on his first field goal and he made it. Uh maybe we should have done that. I don't know if we had a timeout there in overtime to yeah, use to ice. No. There <laughs> were some strange decisions made last uh, tonight by the uh, by the coaches and the team. Dean, you are up next in Raleigh. Don. Dion. Sorry, Dion. Hey, Dion. Dion. Dion's out. Let's go to Kyle in the Grange. Hello, Kyle. What's going on,
17: fellas? How are y'all tonight? I know you're just
1: doing lovely, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you're doing all right, man. Uh, you know
17: what, Clip? Last time it's about twelve hours in the yard, ER, had a decision up and up. Uh by the way. Two weeks ago, I had about a foot of colon removed. I enjoyed both of those more than I enjoyed the game tonight. How about that? How about that it takes?
2: you? Ooh, that's tough. Well,
1: that, you just made a promo, so yeah. thanks. So, uh, <laughs> uh, well,
17: that's not, actually, I'll take all that back. That's, that's bull crap. But uh, anyway, I um, I, I, I definitely would rather watch us lose. Um, look, a few things I'll point out. I'm going to repeat a lot of crap that other people have said, but that's what everybody else does, too. So what? Um, Donnie... Man, I don't know how much of that's Donnie, how much of that's Mike. Mike Houston likes to be a physical football team, and if you can't run the ball in this offense, you're not going to have success. I don't know what's up with our offensive line and run blocking, but we can't run a block worth of crap. I, I don't get it. Um, now, you know, people will say, well, look at the yards against to to Campbell. You know, it, 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 when you're playing Campbell and you can get Keaton Mitchell a lane, it don't take much. But anytime anybody, you know. I, Tonight, anyway, we, we couldn't run block worth crap. It, it, I, I just I don't understand why. Um, at the end of this, at the end of regulation, when we were a yard short from picking up the first down, for the life of me, I don't know why Mike Houston didn't call a timeout there. Uh, it was a terrible decision on the following play for, you know, Holton could have pulled the ball down and picked up the first down, said he made a bad throw, you know. Was what it was. We should have took a timeout there, got our wits, got our wits about us, and picked up that one yard, and then went about our business to get it in field goal range at the uh, in the regulation. The overtime play calling was was atrocious. I mean, uh, Weaver pointed it out a minute ago. Didn't even get it to an end goal situation from the twenty-five yard line a single time. Um, just we were playing scared. You got a senior quarterback. You're, you're loaded at talented receiver. In the second overtime, they kick a field goal. We got a chance to win it in regulation, excuse me, win it on a walk-off touchdown, and we're ultra-conservative. Just just super ultra-conservative on offense. Played scared. Didn't didn't look very confident. Holton didn't look very confident in overtime. Holton's got to be confident there. You know, I, I just, it, it's, you, you can't really put your, you, 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 can, you can point out all these mistakes and see why we lost the game tonight, but you, you really don't know why. You know, it, it it should have never happened. You hold them to 17 points in regulation. You should win it in regulation. Look, people don't want to target Daffer. He's in his head. You you you've missed now two game winners or a game winner and a and a kick that would have tied it and to send it to a third overtime. And, he, and he's missed them. He's in his head now. I think you got to open up kick competition. Uh, that's nothing against Daffer. That's just how it is. Sometimes that competition can make you better. And uh, I think it needs to be done at this point. But a lot of this goes on the coach's staff, and uh, Houston's got to get better at clock management at the, at the end of uh, at the end of halves. Um, if, if you go back during his tenure here, he's made some goofy ass calls at the end of halves. And um, again, that that one when it was thorough, putting us in a third and one situation, three timeouts left or two timeouts, whatever it was at the end of regulation, and not calling it there, and look what happened. Holton turns the ball over. So. Anyway,
1: uh, I'll let somebody else run their mouth. go back. Kyle, uh, keep your head up. Hope you're doing all right, man. And uh, thanks for calling in the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. All right, 317-1250. What do you want to do, Steve or break? All right, Steve, hang on. Chip, hang on. Ethan, hang on. We'll get to your calls. We have an open line that is going to be filled immediately on the Pit Electric live line as we take your calls deep into the night. After a frustrating pirate loss in double OT to Navy 23-20, we're back with more on the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Call-In Show after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Post-Game Call-In Show. Here's Clip Rock.
1: Alrighty. Clip Rock, Billy Weaver here with you. The big dog Glenn Griffin, Shirley Rhodes on a Saturday night feels a lot different this this Saturday than it did a week ago You're when we kidding. were yucking it up having a good time after a pirate win a deflating loss tonight 2-2 two and two now East Carolina on the year after losing to Navy in double overtime Boshak the three point man Ethan and Chip are hanging on we go to Steve next in Greenville hey Steve Steve
2: Oh, oh hey, well, hey, well, he was there.
1: Is he gone? Steve, call back. Sorry. All right. Uh, we go next to Chip in Farmville. Hey, Chip.
18: Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's up? Look, man, here's my thing, man. I I, I will, I like, I love Holtman and his family and everything about Greenville. And, and I want him to win and pull him for him so hard. He needs to, to have a little bit of Shane Cardin and a little bit of that wild cowboy kind of and stop caring about, like, Winning so much. I mean, I'm not saying winning, but like, all the, it don't have to be on his shoulders. Everything didn't have to be on his. And he's trying to make that perfect play. Like when he had, he could have ran like when he when he threw the ball across his body. It was just like he was trying to be, you know, try so hard to, to get it, um, get it done. And uh, you feel so bad for him, but you also you don't want to make excuses, and he ain't gonna make excuses. But you want him to win. But you know, one good thing about tonight, we won't hear anything else about a 92 Peach Bowl comparison. Uh,
2: that's that's over with. Uh,
18: <laughs>
9: there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that
2: eleven and one season's pretty much out the window. You
18: know, but no more else. I felt like the Illinois boss or whatever. So uh, that's that's done. Um, and uh, maybe maybe this would be the game that all turned around. We run it out of here and win uh, when the conference and do something like that, man. But Owen Daffert, you just gotta, gotta gotta hate it for him, man. And uh, but uh, he's he's okay with uh with something. And maybe you know uh. They'll find a kicker from Australia. I don't know, but I mean, you you just can't you can't really bring one on the team from out of nowhere, man. Just pull hard for that kid, and hopefully he can uh, redeem himself later in the year. Uh, Good Pirates, man. All
2: right, Chip. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, Chip. And you know, I hate it for Owen Daffer as well, but I've got a question for Pirate Nation. Did anybody feel comfortable that if he hit that? field goal that if you go into a situation where in the third overtime that you have to do a two-point conversion that we were going to be able to stop Navy Navy's built for like two and a half yard runs built for that <laughs> yeah built for that so no I, I didn't mean feel so very if ha- had Owen hit that field goal to tie it up and send it to a third overtime honestly i don't think anybody here in the studio was confident that east carolina was going to win in that third overtime
1: i wasn't confident our offense could score from two yards right and 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 the red zone offense had been so great going into this game everything offensively outside of i guess a run game against nc state had looked really good this year yeah and uh that all just went nowhere tonight (laughs) baffling yeah i mean just baffling all right uh ethan is up next in greenville hey ethan
4: Hey, how y'all doing? Could be better. Yeah, as expected. hey, I was going to say defense as usual, play balls to the wall, great football, build the offense out as expected. One thing I don't get now is we have a mobile quarterback, and every team we play, the DNs crash the hell out of the end. Why don't we give Holton the ability to pull it? It's like we don't trust him to make the right read or something like that. Yeah.
2: Uh, that's a
1: good question. Well, I mean, all we've heard is how he has free reign to kind of do what he sees the defense allowing him to do out there.
2: Yeah, and I know he got a little banged up uh, last week, and it looked like a couple of times tonight. He I saw him like after a he run he was wincing, times, Yeah, and
1: Shirley said after the Isaiah Winston touchdown. Yep, yeah, was,
2: so, I mean, that may have something to do with it. I'm not sure.
4: I mean, it's been like, Washington since he was you know came with Scotty Montgomery was here. It seems like he never wanted to pull that football. And nothing. I've seen seven-year-olds on Madden call better offensive games than Donnie Kirkpatrick does. It's, it's, it's just crazy to me. Like, we ran zone left and zone right 20 different times for an average of, like, maybe, what, a yard of carry? Opening break one? Yeah. And I speak for all Pirate Nation right here. I say, one thing I want to hear y'all say is that Donnie Kirkpatrick sucks, Hope Nagler sucks, and Owen Daffer sucks. Say it! All
1: right. It! There's Ethan in Greenville. <laughs> Thanks, Ethan. I think Ethan just said it. Thanks, Ethan. 317 1250. Bo Shack in Brooklyn is up. What's up, Bo Shack?
10: What's going on, Clip?
1: Let's hear those points you got for us tonight.
10: I got four of them tonight.
1: Four? Okay, we got four tonight. Oh, All right. Wow. Well,
10: let's start off with number one. We need to burn those white helmets. We have something like two and 13 wearing them. And I'm glad we have military night like the rest of us. But why not wear some camouflage purple and gold or something? Why we got to wear them white helmets?
2: Oh, I don't know. Camouflage purple and gold does not sound good to me. But I hear you.
10: I think them white helmets are cool. But I think women's a lot cooler, and we sure don't do them in the white helmets. Number two, Houghton, that last throw, it blew me away. That boy's a biscuit away from being a tight end, and in that situation, he's just got to lower his shoulder. I think Kirkpatrick has tried to sway him away from running the ball ever since his sophomore year. He needs to be himself and just go fight for the first. And if it's because of his shoulder, in that situation, you just got to fight through that pain and get the first for your team. Number three, I'm going to say, I feel bad for that kicker, man. But at the same time, he's got a job. I think if there's a capable kicker behind him, they need to give him a shot, even though he's probably the only one we have. And for the last point of the night, number four. We need to stop the fire Houston talks. He turned this program around. And if you aren't completely dumb, you'd understand that sometimes there's bumps in the roads. It ain't always going to be perfect. And Boshak is going to be there through and through them bumps. Go Pirates.
1: All right. We've reached a point where Bo Shack's using his name in the, uh, <laughs> the third person there. So Bochak, good call as always. Thank you for your points tonight.
2: We appreciate it. It's become a regular uh segment here on the fifth quarter. Yeah, but Bochak I hadn't heard anybody call for Mike Houston's head. I think they're calling for Mike Houston. To cut off well, Johnny Kirkpatrick. The, I think that's that's where everybody's calling for the, the firing. The mud fights
1: on YouTube and Facebook are different than uh, what the callers that are being called in. Yeah, we got yeah. some real, uh, real, real squabbles going on in there. Some real fine folks.
2: Well, I I, th- I think you would see something with the offensive coordinator before the head coach. Yeah, Mike Houston's job is yeah. very, very safe. Yeah, very yep. safe. All
1: right, uh, Gene is in Atlantic. Hello, Gene.
14: Hey, how you doing,
1: boys? Good.
2: Could be better. Great.
1: <laughs> all of
19: us could be better. I'm, all, I'm not going to count because I might have to take my shoes off. But anyway, so I want to say the white uniforms, everybody's down on them. I don't think that got us tonight. It was the black and white uniforms. We get a lineman bust through. He does everything right, head up, just like you're taught to tackle. And – the quarterback leans down into it, and they throw him out the game. Are you kidding me? And then Holton gets his clock cleaned, and we don't get anything, nothing. And I just, uh, I know that it's two plays, but they're big plays, and uh, may not have made the difference, but it definitely, definitely should have been called. That's all I got for you. All
12: right,
1: not the white uniforms, the black and white uniforms, the black the and white, white the zebras,
2: the yeah. zebra uniforms.
1: All right, uh, Steve. Steve's back. Steve in Greenville. Hey, Steve.
3: Good, man. I I would just like to say, um, I just think it's it's not Owen's fault. It's the offense's, man. I've grown up in Greenville my whole life, and the offense has always been a problem. We've never been able to score.
1: How old are you? Like four?
3: (laughs) It's not – it's not – it's not always the kicker's fault. It's the offense. We've never been able to drive down the field and just score a touchdown.
2: All right. Yeah, those Shane Carden years were tough.
6: <laughs> nah, it's Holton. <laughs> All right,
2: Steve. We gotta we
1: gotta cash in those uh touchdowns, not settle for field goals. I think that's what you're saying, right?
20: I, I understand, but
1: I, I know, I'm saying what you're saying. Thanks, Steve. Steven Greenville's grown up in Greenville's whole life yeah, never man. had an offense. No. That was our no. first uh, four-year-old caller in the uh, fifth <laughs> quarter. Oh, boy. All right. B. Pace is up next. What's up, Pace? Was that Spicoli
21: from Fast Files at Roof My High just
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so if Hello. you're One of them- <laughs> here and I'm here, isn't of- it our time? One of them
1: shows, man. <laughs> One of them shows. <laughs>
22: Or touchdowns to win the game.
16: <laughs>
22: now, I actually, um, you know, out of Houston, so this is the first time I think Houston got has been out coached. I think he's lost games because he didn't have enough talent. But I think this is the first game that he was truly out coached. Um, I never can say Ken's last name, so I would say Coach Ken Niematalolo. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. I think. I think it's the first time, you know. You better learn how to say it.
8: He owns us. That's right. He is our master. Not kidding. Our owner. You
2: know what? Who, who's your daddy? Right now, it's Ken <laughs> Niamatololo. That's your daddy. That's everybody's daddy right now.
22: And, you know, I agree with, you know, the DK. I'd like to see what our, you know, I, don't, I know there's probably, you can probably figure this stat out at some point, but how many of, of offensive plays, how many on first down, how many times we run the ball? Yeah, what's the percentage? What's the you know, a number of plays? What's the number that we ran? It's just all of them. You know, I don't blame Owen. I I mean, we should never been in this situation. The only thing I would say about the third, I think the defense played great. The only thing I would say is we still give up a lot of third and longs, and I don't know. We did. I mean, it's been every game, so I don't know if it's – If it's Coach Harold being aggressive, I know he blitzed a couple times, but our DBs are playing 10 yards off the ball on these guys sometimes. And, you know, I know it's different with Navy because how difficult it can be to to read that offense, but, um, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, he's got to win these games. You know, Mike Houston, as much as he's turned this program around, he still does not really have a signature win yet. And, and, hopefully he can find one this year. But
1: I think I'll
2: miss y'all. Y'all have a great night, guys. All right. Uh, Yeah, and I mean, this wouldn't have been a signature win. I think the only opportunity for a signature win this year is BYU that I can see on the schedule. At Cincinnati. Uh, I don't know if that's still not We'll see what UCF is. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, a signature win, what does that mean? Where you're an underdog against a ranked team or something?
2: Yeah, or, uh, you know, I don't know, against a uh, Power 5 team. I, yeah.
1: You know. All right, 317-1250, Phil Cody Mason, hang on. We'll take a break, come back. Have more of your calls We're with you late into the night until the last caller is served. I did want to look and see what the numbers were on the UBE stat sheet navy tonight. 8 out of 18 on third down. East Carolina had been really good. That's still less than 50, but not as good as they have been on fourth down on uh, third down. Take a timeout, come back. More to go after these words.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock.
1: A little salt in the wound from Stephen Igo on Hoist the Colors. Navy backup kicker Daniel Davies had never kicked a PAT or field goal in his career until Mm -hmm. tonight. Made all three field goal attempts, including the game tying kick in overtime and the go-ahead kick that ended up winning it. Uh, We just saw a wacky kick in the Arkansas and uh, Texas Texas A&M game. Arkansas kicker, just over a minute left to go, down one or two. Could have taken the lead. 23-21. Potentially won it. Hit the top of the upright, like the top top, bounced up in the air, and then landed in front of the goalpost. Mm -hmm. uh I don't recall seeing one like that before. I don't either.
2: It's it's uh, but It's, it's been, a, you know what, it's been a tough year for kickers. NFL too. NFL and college, it really has. And boy, we have seen it here in Greenville. And the only reason that that's been something I've really noticed is because after that first game when Owen Daffer missed the extra point and then missed the potential game winner, uh, from then on I just was noticing all these kickers missing kicks and weird stuff in the kicking game. Oh boy! All right, Mark, Mason, Cody, hang on. Phil is up in
1: Kinston. Hey, Phil.
4: Hey guys, how are y'all? Doing good. Hey, so I, I just want to say we uh,
13: we're we four games in. Don't freak out. Our defense is good, and we're, we're going to go to a bowl game. So th- this is this is the best position we've been in in a while. So everybody's freaking out
21: it
1: happens we're gonna be okay i mean I, I agree with that it's okay to freak out that's kind of what the show is about but as far as a uh, position we're in I, I would totally agree we're in the best spot we've been in in a long time but damn i mean we are a, a couple of butterfly effect things away from being four and over oh, right yeah, now in the absolutely. top 25 and instead we're two and two and we got a lot of questions heading into uh south florida next weekend <laughs>
4: We've we've got a we've got an excellent defense, and we ha, we haven't had that in a long time. Our defense is probably the
21: best defense we've had in ten years. So we're in a good spot. We're going to a bowl game, and we're coming we're coming for you.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, right. you have to play offense, defense, and special teams. And uh, East Carolina hasn't had a game well. Uh, the Campbell game, they played pretty well, offensively, defensively, and in special teams. But you got to put it all together all the time. You Phil, thank,
1: thanks for the call. Uh, ben says six wins are looking much harder to find after this effort. <laughs> it, it might still be out there, but, man, if he were three and one, they'd be a lot easier yeah. to uh, to seek out. All right, uh, Cody is up in Greenville. Hello, Cody. Hey, I, personally, I think it is
7: a little
13: time to panic right here. I mean, we're four games in, we can't win a close game right now. But I think the real—I think the defense played great tonight. First off, defense played a great game. We played great all year. But I really think the thing that shot us the foot tonight. In second overtime, we lined up in an empty backfield on first down. Like, come on, now, man, like, let's just give it away right here. Like, we're gonna throw the ball in there. Let's at least least run the ball on first down. Get a few yards. I mean, I don't really know what they're saying that, but. I feel
1: like we could have done better on that on first down double overtime. All right, Cody. Thanks for the call. (laughs) 317-1250. Mason's up in LaGrange. Hey Mason. Mason. Mason is gone. Hello. You gonna try Mark in Greenville?
20: All right, Mark. What's up? What's going on, guys? What's up? Not much. I mean, I believe the ECU football right now is in a downfall. I mean, we cannot connect offensively. I mean, like, Holton cannot make a pass. Like, Steve was 100% correct. Like, Holton is on the downfall. we got to make a pass. Our kickers are, not, are so unreliable right now. We cannot hold a post game right now. ECU football is in the downfall. I've been here for 22 years, um, and I've never seen football being this bad before. I mean, all right,
1: Mason, you're doing some kind of parody call here. Thanks, man. Or Mark, whoever the hell that was. 317 1250. Mark's been here 22 years. Never seen, That guy wasn't even 22 years old. <laughs> How are you going to be here 22 years? All right. Shirley's getting situated. You want to get uh, Kenny on? Kenny in Blunt's Creek is next. Hello, Kenny. Hey, guys. Um, Hi, Kenny. I'm not. Kenny. Hey, Kenny. I am a
23: pissed off fire fan tonight. And I, I told Charlie I'm going to do my best not to cuss, use the dang and the dang guns and all that crap. But look, uh, bottom line is, Donnie Kirkpatrick, I, my God, man, get your tail in gear, call a better game. That was pathetic. This, this team, all they know, the, the, the Navy team, all they know about is stopping the friggin' run, not the pass and we don't know how to do nothing and go and attack them. We don't attack them all night, but a couple times, and it worked, and then we go away from it. Okay, special teams, i tried to give Owen a a mulligan on the first game. You know, I didn't blame him on the extra point and the, the field goal. I mean, you know, he missed it. Jesus Christ, man, make the damn kick. You know, that's what you're there for. No excuses. The special teams coach ought to be ashamed of how he's coached this year because his players have not performed. Uh, and I'm not happy. I'm sorry. Mike Houston, love him. I think he's done a great job. But this goes on YouTube, buddy. You need to get your game a little bit better. And, and play, but you he, he, he shouldn't lose this game. I'm sorry. Navy should not beat us. It was pathetic performance tonight. And I, I don't know what else man I'm not Billy I'm just I'm upset I, I, I was hoping not to be that way this year I tried to be positive tried to call in and be a nice guy and say ooh dude, you know, this and that but man we got a special team and we sh- wasted it and like and it, it I don't know
1: I'm just upset <laughs>
20: I'll hang
1: up with uh, the rest of the guys alright <laughs> Kenny that's what we're here for <laughs> calling in venting after a loss Getting your feelings out—that's why we're here. We know you're frustrated. We are as well.
23: Cliff, this is about as bad as the damn Cowboys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's not go there. I
23: don't know what to do, man. I am going to go home and have a just drink a beer or go to bed. I don't know.
1: That do that, and then we'll be back next week, and uh, and we'll we'll see what happens. We'll get a W next week.
23: We got a game next week. Yeah. You know. Yep. I was Planning on going to Florida to the game next week, but freaking hurricane
1: screwing that up <laughs> kenny is just down in the dumps. billy tell him
2: something he can hang his hat on here i i'm, I'm doing some research right here you're gonna love this
23: billy, and we had such a good tailgate today and now i'm just upset <laughs> all right
1: <laughs> kenny go get you a, a cold beer and relax man <laughs> next week love you guys all right kenny hey look there you go kenny was uh, really frustrated. We got him to chuckle there at the end of the call. It's therapy, so give us a call. Get all your thoughts, get your feelings out. That's what we're here for on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter call in Show. All right. Um, I don't know what Billy's doing, but he's got like a book report at some point ready to go. It's, it's going to
2: be good. Okay, gonna, all right. I trust. You. I'll
1: keep Just taking calls. Some more calls. Trust me. Jack is up in Greenville. Hey, Jack.
24: Hey, hey, Clipper. Hey, hey uh, Mr. Weaver. How you doing? Uh, I gotta, I gotta. It remind this game reminds me a lot of Texas Super Regional. Oh no! Past, we were quiet. I don't know if where you were sitting, but I mean that's that's like that's a quiet stadium. Um, I, I think that's on us. We have to. We gotta be louder. Um, I apologize to all the people that were sitting around me. That targeting call. I mean that is just completely, completely crazy. Uh
1: thoughts? No. Jack, did we lose you?
24: Yeah, no, I'm there. All, All right. Thoughts.
1: Keep going. Keep going.
24: Yeah, I mean I I just I just can't believe that targeting call. Oh yeah. Targeting yeah. call got called. Um, I mean huge, huge momentum swing. I don't think this is one is on the defense, but you know, I, I I think I think we can build on this and you know, maybe maybe we uh shoot shoot back and uh, go two and on this road stand.
1: That's what we got to do. All of a sudden, these games look a lot tougher against South Florida and Tulane. They've been uh, South Florida hanging with Florida last week, Tulane beating K-State uh, last week. So, uh, hey, the easy part of our schedule is over. Yeah, I mean, that's... And,
24: and, and, and final thing, uh, why are we playing living on a prayer when we have the ball driving? Like, wh- what are we doing? We're yelling, I won't stop believing when we have the ball <laughs> trying to do some plays like who is our DJ like that, that's just some common thing and somebody's got to get a silent sign to the student section to tell them to shut up because we can't
12: have the students
24: fumbling the bag yet again I mean, the student section is deafening I say deafening down there man
1: all right Jack, thank you man there's
2: Jack uh, in Greenville Weave, are you done with your assignment? Yeah, I tell you what, everybody's getting on um, the play calling on first down and, and you can't argue the numbers you can't argue uh, it, I look through and I, I think these are all the first down plays I don't know, but if you remember the very first play for ECU of the game it was an 11 yard pass uh, from Ehlers, but then a Mitchell run two yards, incomplete pass on first down Harris two yards on a first down Harris zero yards on a first down you can see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different first down plays. Harris zero yards or Harris negative two yards. They just didn't get it done. I mean, you you can't do that. How many times are you going to hand the ball off to Rajay? And you know, I mean, it is what it is. And I'm not calling out players. I don't like to call out players. I I can call out play callers. Those are the guys that make the money. Zero yards, zero yards, zero yards. How many times you can see it? One, two, three, four, five. Well, even the six, ones that seven. you didn't highlight I mean two yards, three right. yards? Right, two yards, three, three yards, yards yeah. two yards, two yards. Yeah. But I'm talking about zero yards. One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven first down plays, zero yards or worse. Yeah. That ain't getting it done.
1: Good uh homework there, Wade. Thank Lee. you. Thank you. All right, three one can't seven argue, twelve fifty. Can argue numbers now when somebody asks, we'll have the uh, the that data. We, we got the data. All right, is this Dane? Dane in Greensboro. Hey, Dane.
17: Hey, um, Billy. This is perfect. Uh, I'd love to see the stats of what it was for all those runs on first down on the hash mark, running to the weak side of the field or running to the short side of the field. They did that so many times in the third and fourth <laughs> quarter. How are you going to do that? You're not getting any yards because
12: you don't have any field to work with.
2: Yeah, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, Billy, where I, are those I, numbers? I, I, nah, that's not that doesn't show up in the stat sheets. I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you that one. But I agree. I mean, it's it's just tough sledding. I mean, you look on here, Mitchell two yard run, Harris two yard run, Harris zero, Aylers run for nine yards. Now, it, when it wasn't an incomplete pass on first down, the Pirates were successful. There was a complete pass for 14 yards. On first down. There was a pass, another one for 14 yards on first down. Ehlers, 25 yard pass on first down. When Ehlers was throwing the ball on first down, the Pirates were successful. When they were running on first down, it was not successful. It doesn't take a rocket scientists to figure that one out. And uh,
17: what, what, is, what baffles me about this offense, I mean, I'm not going to be a little. Uh, the o coordinator Kirkpatrick you know more like everyone else has but how come we don't throw it to our tight ends how come Jarman has only had one reception the entire season at being a grad transfer and how come we I, I just don't understand and Calhoun has I think one catch today and he has less than 10 on the season Do we ever utilize our tight ends? It's very frustrating. Go
1: Pirates. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Going into this game, the passing game was completely fine. Uh, I mean, they have sprinkled in Jones and Calhoun. Mm -hmm. Jarman's not a receiving weapon, really. He's a a blocking tight end. I I think they had used them fine going uh, into this game up to this point. Ryan Jones had a touchdown today, I believe, right? He did. He did. uh, He had the first touchdown of the game. You can use them more. I mean, the whole passing game just looked
2: in a funk tonight for whatever reason. Well, to be truthful, I like that uh, the callers were using vanilla, and I have to agree with it. It was a little vanilla. Yeah, Monica, no more vanilla ice cream. No more vanilla for her. We she wants some flavor. She wants some chocolate and some
1: sprinkles mixed yeah. in there. All right, Robert is in Annapolis. Hey, Robert.
18: Hey, uh, guys. I look. Uh, actually, my son plays on Navy. He's a backup quarterback, Zach random but. We came down here and we just wanted to. Uh, we we're up here in the hotel, kind of, and we kind of caught wind of this online um, or whatever, and tuned in. Man, you guys should be so grateful that y'all have like great fans, man. We came down here and they—they were just, you know, we got—we had to start turning down beers walking in there. Just, off the- <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I took—I took a picture tailgating with some of the Navy guys, and I, I'm wearing my camouflage uh, American U.S. United States uh, hat or my. You know, my son was in the army. I appreciate all the service members. Um, you know, great atmosphere, absolutely. But I tell you what, Navy just came in and they—I agree with the callers—they outcoached East Carolina tonight, hands down. Man, they—they
18: they, there was a uh, there was some there was some kind of panic up there uh, talking talking with uh, Zach, and they really put put the work in. And then you know, it's kind of one of those things—the season turns around. But man, I just really wanted to call just to kind of build you guys up, man. And the kicker, you know tough luck but you guys should be very grateful because y'all have some great fans y'all fill the place up and you should be very very proud of that and uh good luck for y'all the rest of the season and uh maybe we'll see you again, see you again next year up in annapolis
1: robert that's great to hear thanks so much man appreciate that here's uh robert who came down to the game with uh his son who is a member of the football team and uh i guess we do at times take uh, what we got for granted
2: that's right Yeah, because there are a lot of, you know, going into, I remember last week somebody had put up uh, the number, the attendance number from last week and i think it was number one amongst all nine uh power right. five teams yeah. so that's something to be proud of and good crowd on hand today i do think that it was a little bit smaller than the crowd that was at the campbell game which i didn't really understand i thought for military appreciation navy opener in the uh, conference i thought it would uh, be attended a little bit better not to say that it was a bad attendance because it wasn't at all i just thought it would be better than campbell and it wasn't all right uh thank you for
1: that call robert 317-1250 don kent logan will come to you next when we return on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show back with more of your calls after this
0: you're listening to the u.s cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show here's clip brock
1: Alrighty, 317-1250 on the pit electric live line thanks to parker's barbecue for the awesome post game food getting us through this program because it's not a fun one because the pirates lost in double overtime to navy to drop to two and two on the year as a 17 point favorite john logan can't hang on we will begin with don in greensboro hey don
4: Hello?
1: Don. Hello? Yeah.
4: Are you about like that fall right now?
1: I don't know what Don said. Let's go to Kent in Moorhead City. Hey, Kent.
8: Kent! Hello? Hello. What's up? First of all, I'd like to say, Robert, thank you for uh, saying that about TCU fans, and we uh, thank you for your service, and we're proud to play you as a, an opponent, and that was a very nice call by Robert.
2: Indeed. I, absolutely agreed. I think there's mutual respect between East Carolina and Navy. Uh, I would just respect them a lot more if we could beat them at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Yeah.
8: Okay. I will give you three reasons that we did not lose. That would be because living on a prayer in the first half... <laughs> White uniform, that was not. And the ball on one side of the hash mark, that was not. Can we agree with that?
2: Yeah, and I think we can agree that the officials didn't uh, lose us this game either. I mean, there was a bad call. The targeting was bad, period. No no, if, ands, or buts. But they didn't, they didn't lose us the game.
8: Terrible. And actually, on a serious note, can you even challenge, because in college, can you Can you do a replay or challenge a call this year? Because I haven't
1: seen it. I thought it was up to the booth. I Googled it during the show, and apparently the coaches, uh, according to what I read, unless the rule change, uh, do get one challenge. But I thought in college football it was left up to the booth. They look at every play, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you do get a coaching challenge. I need some – clarification
2: on that so Kent as far as the challenging are you talking about the fourth down play
8: I well I'm talking about the uh there was a I think a third and 10 and they gave him the first down it was definitely uh, a third and 90 he he was definitely you know a nine yard gain on the pass play right before they hit the line right
1: Yeah. yeah yeah we got calls about that before and uh According to this, each coach is allowed one challenge per game, which he exercises by requesting a timeout for purposes of instant replay. If th- This is from 2019 coaches Manual. If the rule is still the same, then yes, you are allowed a
2: challenge. Yeah, and if you lose your challenge, you lose a timeout too. So that's, that's part of the equation as well. But
8: that was before COVID.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well,
8: good point. I'm, just trying, I'm trying to figure out because I haven't seen it this year. But on a serious note, okay. Ryan Jones, one of the best tight ends, seam route, you know, over the middle. When we did throw it to him, guess what? Touchdown. Uh, Johnson, uh, you know, I just would love to see us throw the ball down the field. Fastest uh, running back probably in the nation. Don't get him in space. No imagination. This game was not on Owen Dapper. And and let me tell you, Owen Dapper's 21 out of 25 for his career. He's one of the best kickers in the nation, 80%. He just happened to miss two of them. They're very important. But let me tell you what, his family and him as a person are the best people in the world. And it shouldn't even come down to a kick.
2: Well, you know, that's what I've been saying this whole show. It shouldn't have come down to Owen Daffer's kick to win this game. You're a 17-point favorite at home against an 0-2 Navy team that got beat at home by Delaware that has a pretty good defense. Their offense is not anything really to write home about anymore. They had scored 7 and 10 points. Right. 13 points coming into this. You hold that team to three points going into the fourth quarter. There's no way you should lose that game. This game should never have come down to an Owen Daffer kick. So stop. Not you. I'm I'm not saying this to you, but to those that are saying, you know, that we're coddling Owen Daffer, no. We're just looking at it realistically. There's no way on God's green earth that this game should have come down to a kick for ECU to send it to a third overtime, period.
8: Just like, and I'm the biggest pirate fan in the world, NC State would have scored on one of those eight plays at the one-yard line, he would not have come down to
4: that This
8: Just not the kick. Just lost to today by not being aggressive on offense, which was Johnny, Bill Packer. And I'm going to tell you what, good guy, but he has got to go. We cannot run. And Hogan's not the fastest. Guy and working, yeah. People like, well, he should run. Well, he should run, but he's also not that quick between zero and eight yards. And I don't know, man. I'm just frustrated. We don't even give it a chance down the field.
2: All right, Kent. Good call. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, and I agree that Holton's not the quickest guy on the field. But let me tell you what: when he runs, he gets it done.
1: Uh, Logan is up next in Greenville on the Pitt Electric Lifeline. Hello, Logan.
4: Hey, guys. How are y'all doing?
2: Oh, not bad. How about you?
4: Yeah, well,
3: I mean, this is really just a tough loss. I mean, I'm not very old, I'm only 21. But ever since I've watched the ECU play Navy, we could not stop their offense, the triple options to save our lives. So it's just
2: tough to see us take this – to uh, lose this one. Oh. Well, they they held are the triple option. Are you option saying because to... we
1: finally kind of did stop the triple option tonight or oh. – We kind of did,
4: but –
2: This one's on the offense, not on the yeah, defense. it's not on the defense. The defense held that triple option to three points in three quarters. They did give up two uh, fourth quarter touchdowns, but when you hold a triple option team of Navy to seventeen points, you should win the game. Period. Now, it's, there's just—I mean, I would take that. If you told me going into the game, okay, your your defense is going to hold Navy to seventeen points in regulation, less than two hundred rushing yards. Yeah, I mean, are you going to take that that ECU <laughs> bet? Absolutely, I'm going to take ECU on that one every time. Yeah, there's no way ECU should lost this game. Yeah, I would take
3: that. And I think everybody has to blame this loss on Owen Dapper, but we really should have been in a position to win before Owen
8: Dapper kicked the two of them.
1: We agree on Damn that. We agree. All right, Logan. Thanks, man. Thank you.
8: 317
1: 1250. John is up next in Greenville. Hey, John.
20: Hey, man. What's going on? What's that? All right, so um, it was on. Uh, all football game, but I believe that um, Holton and CJ need to get the ball moving a little more. Like Holton and CJ has that high school connection to where Holton just feeds CJ the ball because like he knows the routes he runs, he knows the kind of passes he likes. They should keep feeding the ball to him. As um, it, the game should should never come down to a kick. Um, just talking state game, like they've got to produce more on the offense side. It's just uh, not working out for us.
1: Three for 36 tonight for C.J. Johnson.
2: Yeah, but you know what? What you do is you feed the hot receiver, and, and Holden did that tonight. I mean, Zay was the hot receiver tonight. How many – what did he end up with, 11, 11. catches?
1: Uh, 143, one touchdown
2: at the 67-yard. I, I yeah, he did have that long touchdown run, and that was a deal where – um, that that touchdown for Navy, you know the Navy defense they they gambled right there. The the defensive back he jumped he tried to jump the route and go for the interception when he missed. Zay took off and, and he was off to the races. There was nobody going to catch him. But Holton was feeding the hot receiver tonight, and so I don't I don't I don't blame that you know as being the should have been the Holton C J connection. I mean when they're on they're great. Uh, but if you've got another hot receiver I don't blame them for going to him as much as you can. They did that tonight.
20: Yeah, you're right about that, but like, like, they just have that connection. I just want to see some more pass between them. But, like this season, like it's gonna make some more plays together. It's just John Thompson era.
1: <laughs> this is not <laughs> the John Thompson era. <laughs> All right, uh, John, were you named after John Thompson? I was. You <laughs> <laughs> no are not. All right, John in Greenville. Thanks for the call. 317-1250. <laughs> Scott in Greenville. Hello, Scott. Scott. Hello, Scott. Renamed after Scott Harley. Hello, uh, let's go Scott. break. David and Reed, we're coming to you next on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Calling Show. The later the night gets, the more interesting the calls get. And we are here until the last caller is served. 317 1250. Back with more after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock.
1: Back with you, Brian North, when we talked to him on the pregame show, I mentioned that North Carolina was losing to Notre Dame and Duke lost to Kansas, and uh, I think there was one more in there. But he, Is uh, this said, the Wake
2: Forest game? Wake Forest lost to Clemson. Yeah, I mean, that was a good game, though. That was uh, in double overtime? App, right?
1: Yes, App State
2: loses oh, yeah, uh, to GDU. James Madison, yeah. and ECU
1: loses to the Navy. Rough day in the Gosh. state of North Carolina. I'm reminded by that because, good grief. Well, Tennessee beat Florida 38-33. Miami lost to Middle Tennessee 45-31. Uh, Louisville beat USF 41-3. Mm-hmm. And then Western Kentucky beat florida uh international 73 to nothing so fiu what do i know about them who are they Aren't they supposed to be have rough? you seen
9: the uh stephen f austin score uh,
1: please give it to
9: me uh 98 to zero <laughs> over it was it was are not wagner it was like it was started wagner. with a du- wagner wagner yes. is that yeah, real yes there's 98 to zip. 98 to zip and uh they could have could have made it 100. They could have gone for two. They scored the final touchdown, oh. and they nailed it oh. on a two-point conversion to let it time run out.
1: Well, time doesn't run. out. You mean just in the game? Just in the game. So yeah. they scored with no time left
9: in a touchdown. Yes, I guess <laughs> they're like, oh, oh yeah. So they couldn't but go. But we're going to be classy to the here. The yeah. Yeah. Well, well I guess they make... could have gone for two. Good. They yeah. lined up for it and they nailed.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow! All right.
9: I, I mean, if I'm the AD, I don't I'm know. I, wanna, I, I, wanna hit <laughs> I want to hit a hundred. I want to get If I'm going to get that close, nothing,
2: I mean, the other teams got
9: to understand, right? right?
2: They, I mean, you've already. I mean, what's the difference in being beat ninety-eight <laughs> to nothing as a right. hundred to nothing? I mean, yeah. you know, either come way, on. you're going to be on sports then, right? Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, those scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard, presented by Dubug. Dubuck, 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 up, Dubuck. Mark Curtis Reed. Hang on, we go to David in Farmville. Hey, David. David. All
25: right, we got you, David. Okay, great. Hey, um, I I've I've listened to a lot of this, and uh, and I have tried to just you know think through it, but I'm just gonna am just gonna lay it out there the way I feel about it. Um, I am tired of making excuses for the offensive play calling. Kirkpatrick makes too much money. Um, everybody sees it you got, you got one of the fastest running backs in the nation. There, there's no offensive play calling to get him out in space um, to, to utilize his skill. Um, you've got an, a, a running quarterback. There's no option play to at least give the offense um, a little bit more versatility in getting the, the, the weapons that we have on the outside. Um, tonight, Navy's strength coming in with their run defense. When you look at the stats... They'd given up maybe 72 yards um, over, over the two games that, that they had played. Now, certainly, their weakness was pass. ECU lined up tonight. Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick were dead set. They were going to run the ball, regardless of what the, what the stats said, regardless of what their weaknesses was. They were going to run the ball. They were going to run it on first down every single time, regardless of what the outcome was going to be. When you look at the last drive in regulation, when we're down on the 10, 15-yard line of Navy, first play they ran was a zone play. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm just tired of making excuses. At some point, Donnie Kirkpatrick needs to step to the podium and, and explain why he's doing what he's doing. Why hasn't he adjusted? So, you know, no intermediate pass routes, no screen plays um, consistently sent wide receivers deep. Um, they had a, a second and 10, and the receivers are 30 yards downfield. There was nobody 5,10 yards downfield just to keep moving the ball. Alers got sacked. Um, um, like I said, uh, e- e- ECU is not Ohio State, We're not Wisconsin historically our strength has been pass first to set up the run. Houston is dead set that we're going to be a, a, an, um, a power running football team and we're going to run first regardless of what what the, the the defense is giving us. This is what we're going to do. And, and what it winds up giving us is second and long, third and long. And then the plays, I just – you know, I feel really bad for Daffer because I just knew the way this was turning out, he was gonna wind up missing a kick. Um and it you Don look you guys have said it over and over again, it should never have been on Daffer's shoulders. You're seventeen point favorite on a team that's given up three hundred plus yards game passing, and we're gonna run the ball. And we're gonna run the ball, and we're gonna run the ball over and over and over again. And I'm just you know Houston and Kirkpatrick need to explain why. You know, I, I just – it's frustrating. Um, this is a game that we should have won, should have won handedly. They never adjusted. They continued to do what they wanted to do, and they were going to do it regardless of how many times Navy said, we're going to stop it. And Navy did. Um, the running game really wasn't there tonight. We had, we had some opportunities, a couple of things that went well. But most of those runs that we got decent yards on were outside. Or it was a scramble by Holton. Um, and, and then finally, that play by Holton. You're a six-year senior. Um, it's late in the ball game. You need one yard for a first down. I, I have no idea what was going through his head and why he made that play. Um, take the yard. Live for another, another down and, and keep the ball moving forward. But to, to try and throw the ball across your body back into the center of the field um, I just – I I don't know what was going through his head, um, but that's just a play at his level with his experience. Take the yard and keep moving the ball down the field. Um, I'm going to hang up a little. You guys always have a great show, and I sincerely appreciate it.
1: All right, David, thanks for getting uh, all
2: your thoughts out here on the fifth quarter. Yeah, and good points, too. Uh, you know, he said something that really sticks. Take what the defense gives you. I mean, really. I mean, I, I, sometimes some co- sometimes coaches out-coach themselves. Just take what the defense gives you. And you know what? Navy did a really good job of that because they were getting stuffed in the middle by East Carolina's defense a lot. But on third and long situations, what did they do? They passed. And they got first downs. They did it. East Carolina didn't. All right, we go next to
1: Reed in Kennesaw, Georgia. Hey, Reed.
26: Gentlemen, how are y'all? I miss you guys. I hope everyone's doing well.
1: Hadn't heard from you in a while, Reed. What's up, buddy?
26: Hey, man, a big old move, a bunch of life-changing things, but let me just go on and jump in. Man, how many years have we sat here on the fifth quarter and listened to people complain about the offensive line, but no one calls out the coach? No one, I mean, I love Shank. He's been here, what, this is his fifth, I think, fourth or fifth deployment, so to speak, with ECU. Yet we're in the same damn thing. Or, sorry, darn thing. Um, I don't know if it's recruiting. I don't know what it is. Granted, I'm not him. But also, this was obvious these these defensive lines from Navy, these guys should not have pushed our guys around like they did. I don't know if it's they don't know the scheme, if they're not confident, because that is one big thing. If you don't really know the scheme, if you don't really know what you're doing, you, your, your confidence level plays a part in how you execute on the field. And I might take some hits in the comments, but any anybody that's played any level knows if you don't know what you're doing, you might not or you won't execute properly. But my thing is this. Yes, Donnie, I think needs, needs to go. I think Donnie, and I'm starting to think Shank, even the game has passed them by. Or they just... Are trying to like hold on to glory days. I don't know what it is, but I'm starting to get a little bit frustrated with the offensive line. It's like, come on, guys. Sometimes you got to nut up and just do it. Y'all's opinion?
1: My opinion. I mean, before this game, I was pretty pleased uh, with the offensive line. I was too. And this is the worst game they've played. They they played better against NC State, and that vaunted the defense against, uh, than they did tonight. So uh, there hadn't been any calls for Shank because up to this point, it had been going pretty good. I mean, ECU was putting up 37 points a game and uh, rushing over 200 a game, passing almost 300 a game. A- like Everything seemed okay, but, again, major steps back tonight. So... Is this a one-night thing, or is this what we got moving forward? We'll see you next week, I guess. Uh,
26: and one last thing before I just wish y'all the best and go on with myself, but how many times or, – or, or, not how many times. Um, could it be the, the whole – when you grow up with a brother or a sister, that, like, the older sibling beats your brother Pale so many times, and you keep getting better and better and better. Could it be that phenomenon? That whole thing of even though a lot of these players don't really know the history, actually, maybe some of them, most of them do. I, it's been a long day. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, well, I'm I trying no to track that
1: where it I was, was going. What you're talking about,
26: Reed. <laughs> driving through Atlanta traffic to get back to campus, <laughs> and wishing like hell I was back in Greenville <laughs> you know, you know but the whole thing of every time that little brother fights the big brother they get better they get better they get better but then all of a sudden at the last minute that little mental thing of we've never beat them at home kicks in how many you know what do you think about that I'm just talking about things.
2: Who's the big brother and who's I, the little well, brother? Well, I, I think I hear what he's saying. I think right now Navy is the big brother in this one because they've beat East Carolina every time at dowdy Ficklin Stadium. And well, we're
1: better. We've got better players than our big brother has. Right, we shouldn't right. have lost I, to our I, big brother. I, agree. I don't know if he's
2: our cousin or what, but well, I told you, Ken Ken is our daddy. Yeah. I mean, plain and simple. Anybody that doesn't agree with that hadn't been watching East Carolina and Navy play football at Dowdy Ficklin.
8: Exactly, Bill. <laughs> All
2: right,
26: Reed.
8: Good to hear from you, man.
26: Billy, Billy moves down to Atlanta and start doing sports casting down here. You need it. All, right.
1: All right. Appreciate it. it. Cover the Braves, Weave. All right. There is Reed. We go next to Curtis in Lake Waccamaw. Hey, Curtis. Hey,
27: what's going on, guys? What's up? Just uh, a couple th- couple thoughts here tonight. Um, I think we I think we got Mike Houston locked up now for a little while longer. After, <laughs> kind of embarrassed.
1: No, that's a good point. Um, that is a
2: good point.
27: Yeah, he's he's a great coach. I think he's doing a great job. But uh, I'm I'm with everybody else who's been talking tonight. The the offensive coordinator he's he's got to make some adjustments. I remember last year a few times. I think the first game against Appalachian State last year to hit Keaton with a little uh dunk pass out to the right i had not been a dunk pass the whole season i mean uh and Keaton took it to the house against appalachian last year in the first game and uh you know the other thing is, is I, I wonder why we don't we don't seem to throw the ball do any double moves or throw the ball we don't use it we seem to use the sidelines a lot more than we than we do across the middle and it seems like all the teams are Playing us within six and seven yards of the ball, daring us to go deep, and then and we just seem to seem to play into their schemes. And they, I know, Holden seems like sometimes he uh, he struggles throwing that that I don't know if it's the scheme of the with, with Donnie's Donnie's offense. He doesn't want to throw the ball across the middle. Or what's y'all's guys? What's your you guys' opinion on that?
2: Well, I, I would like to see it. the the ball thrown across the middle a little little bit more too. That's where your tight ends, that's where your slot receivers come in. Uh, You know, that's that's been a problem. I mean, we talked about that. Getting your athletes in space and and using all aspects of the field, spreading the ball around. I just hadn't seen a whole lot of that uh tonight. Just didn't see a whole lot of innovative play calling um from where I was sitting. It just it just looked like they could have done much better in the in the scheme of things of being able to just spread the ball around and get your uh, players out in space.
1: I will say too about the Keaton Mitchell pass thing, it's hard to complain when You have a good spread-it-around game against ODU, and you did what you did last week against uh, Campbell, but there was a lack of passes to the running backs. In fact, Keaton and Rajay, I think, went catchless last week,
2: and it's
1: something I would definitely like to see incorporated more, getting the ball in their hands
2: out of the backfield. Especially Keaton. I mean, he just – you know, we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. You know, what does it remind you of? It reminds you of back in the day when Chris Johnson was here and and what did – you know – If you remember when Chris Chris Johnson could not run between the tackles for the longest time and they got him out in space and just let him use his speed. Throw him a screen. It wasn't until his senior year when he bulked up in the weight room a little bit where he could run between the tackles, get into that second level, and then use his speed. You've got to get guys, especially Keaton Mitchell, the guy that, I mean, if he gets into open space, nobody's going to catch him. Um, You know, when... yeah when when Rajay, uh broke that run in the game tonight uh had that been Keaton Mitchell it had have been taken to the house there's just no no one would have caught him all right Curtis anything else man
27: no um appreciate it um great job y'all and um let's uh I had, like y'all said earlier though I think uh now the other six wins are looking you know they're a little tougher to find <laughs> yeah so um but uh go pirates and uh see you next week
1: all right, thanks, Curtis. Uh, we go next to Mark and Zebulon. Hey, Mark.
28: Hey, what's up? What's up? Well, people keep talking about, you know, DK needs to make an adjustment. Mike Houston needs to make an adjustment and fire his tail. It's not DK. They should start calling him Princess Peach. He sucks. I mean, we why would you call him that? The only time we do anything is when we just got purity, better Jimmys and Joes out there. The X's and O's suck. Look, I'll tell you one thing. I I, I, played, I, I coached the team against Holton Aylers when he was in Dagon middle school, and he only had one guy to throw to. And all you had to do was shut that down, and we beat him. And the, and the sad part is it's the same daggone thing. At ECU, you just shut huh. down one receiver, and it's just, like I'm not, I'm not trying to pump myself up. I'm just talking about that the same strategy that worked against the dude in middle school worked against him in college. Is this real? Is what,
1: what middle school was it? I I want to hear the details.
28: What does that say about the offensive coordinator? What?
1: <laughs> what middle school did you coach at?
28: His offense is so blank. <laughs> Mark, we don't motion. Mark, things. there's no, there's no shift. There's nothing.
2: Don't <laughs> don't let him off it's the hook. Terrible. Does he have a Stop. phone that can't Clip hear don't and can only him speak into it? Mark, what?
1: What middle school did you coach at? It
28: was EBA, man. he, played, <laughs> God, he had no one. There was too many white ankles on the field for Chicago. it was terrible <laughs> he had one other big he had one other big white guy here throwing to
1: mark shut him down in middle school oh man that's look, good look, claim, I'm not, claim to
28: look, fame look, i'm not even telling you and it was an accomplishment Shikad, so.
4: <laughs> I'm
28: all
1: right mark Thanks, man.
4: I'm just
28: telling you that I, it feels like I could take my middle school defense don't right. crap about football tail, and I could go shut down Johnny
26: <laughs> Princess Peach. Uh, uh, All
28: right,
1: Mark and the boys are having fun yeah, tonight. He's got
2: the whole house rolling.
1: Former middle school coach at EBA Cox shutting down Aylers, and now uh, he sees it happen tonight. All right, Mark, thanks, man. That made me laugh. 317-1250. Charlie, Mark, Michael, you're up next on the fifth quarter. We're back after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock.
1: All right, still rolling along here on a Saturday night. U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. K-State about to get the W over Oklahoma here. Sooner's running out of time, down 14.
2: Oklahoma.
1: College football is turning into the NFL where it's all week to week because last week Tulane went to K-State, beat them. Today Tulane loses as a big favorite against Southern Miss at home. And now Oklahoma goes to K State, and K states going to beat them. So it is. You got to strap it on each and every week.
2: It's that dang transfer portal. It's what it is? Could be. It's what it is? All right, Tom, Michael, Mark,
1: hang on. We go to Charlie in Pittsburgh. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Cliff. Hey, Billy.
19: Hey, about,
2: Charlie.
19: <laughs> I got a uh, got a little story for you about something that happened to me after the game last week. Um, I'm walking out into the parking lot. I got my flip flops on and uh, somehow I managed to step on uh, what appeared to be an unopened packet of McDonald's buffalo sauce, which immediately exploded up the side of my leg, uh, between my toes, into my flip-flop, got back to the car, had to wash it off with paper towels and old cooler water, and the whole two-hour ride back to Pittsburgh, uh, my car permeated with the smell of old McDonald's buffalo sauce. And that whole experience was less frustrating than watching this game. Than not-
2: <laughs> I was wondering where <laughs> that was going, but I like it. Old McDonald's buffalo <laughs> sauce. <laughs> <C-i-o>. <laughs> yeah,
11: yo
1: that In between
11: thing. my toes, <laughs> <laughs> the, the sauce was the boss. Uh,
19: the but, um, but yeah, that was a, that was a daggone frustrating game. I mean, I'm frustrated. Um, yeah, I'm frustrated with our uh, our predictable. Paint by numbers play calling. Um, uh, frustrated, you know that I have to hold my breath every time we go on special teams. I'm frustrated that um, you know our tenth year starting quarterback isn't making some smarter decisions in some uh, in some key places. You know, I'm, I'm I'm frustrated with our clock management at the end of regulation and why it felt like we were trying to set it up to have to kick a field goal to win the game. Um, there's just a lot to be frustrated about tonight, um, and you know I yeah it's, it's tough i mean really this one i don't know as much as i hate losing the state i this one this one hurt my feelings more um because we should have won that ball game and the for one reason or another offense just couldn't get it going um so anyway that's where we are but we got a lot of games left to play i'm not giving up on the pirates um hope everybody else will hang in there and we'll just see uh but it don't get no easier from here they're going to have to shake this off and they're going to have to uh get their head screwed on right because um, this uh, the, the rest of the schedule does not get any easier
1: the easy part of the schedule is in the rear view yep it is uh it's tough it's it's you basically got buffalo sauce scattered all over the rest of your schedule <laughs> and you got to watch your step if you're east carolina it's
19: the buffalo sauce is between your toes it's in your flip-flop yeah it's all up your ankle um and we just got to wipe it off. We got to take that old cool water out and get that Buffalo sauce off and uh, yeah, keep going. But I will say uh, a shout-out to the Pirate fans tonight. Uh, the, the fans that were there were really engaged and, and made it a challenging home environment to play in. Uh, so I was really I was really proud of that. And uh, also shout-out to the referees for what had to be the softest targeting call uh, I've seen this year.
1: All right. um, Charlie's got a lot to be frustrated about uh, tonight. Charlie, thanks, man. Always enjoy hearing from you. Yo,
19: have a good night. Go Pirates.
1: This is how cliches and sayings are born. Like, 100 years from now, people are going to be saying, this is like buffalo sauce in your toes. And they're going to say, I wonder where that came from. It came from the fifth quarter tonight. Well, it
2: was right after the put some ranch on it. Now we're putting buffalo sauce in it. In the toes. In the the toes.
17: Put the ranch on it. Put the ranch on it. (laughs) All
2: right, Mark is up in...
1: Stanton'sburg. Hey, Mark. What's going on, guys? I'm a
29: a long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, Look, I had a great time in the game. Um, I had a pretty good night. I thought it was going to be real good. I found $20 down underneath the stand. Um, But, uh, I mean, the play that keeps going back in my head is when we were second and seven, and Colton just overthrew it um, at the end of regulation, or getting closer to the end of regulation. But uh, I just wanted to know if y'all thought that he blew that one.
1: <laughs> no, we thought it was a great play, Mark. <laughs> yes, he. Uh, I think he threw it behind him rather yeah, than overthrowing yeah. because he threw across his body, which yep. is a no-no, which is you can't make that mistake if you're – Holding and played as many snaps as he has, and he's just got to run and get the first down and play another play. And yes, it was the most frustrating play of the evening.
29: Yeah, I thought I thought he should have made that one. I mean, and I thought you know after last weekend, I mean, you know we're kind of all real high on him and got high hopes for him, and then for him to just throw a pick like that towards the end of the game, it's uh. It's
1: disappointing. 17 but, uh, of 23 touchdowns last week and, and we, uh, you're right. We had and no turnovers last about week. About the best he's played and then he follows that up with this and yeah, that's why it's so uh, frustrating tonight.
29: Yeah, I mean I think, you know, I think we were just kind of a little high off last week and, you know, we just got the wind knocked out of us but we're going to be back next week and uh, appreciate you guys and all y'all do. Thanks.
1: Thanks, man. Alright, Mark. Appreciate it. Um, Michael is up in Greenville. Hey, Michael.
20: Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, I I, I I don't know what to say, man. Um, I guess we'll start. We'll just I, I'll start with Donnie K. You know, as far as the offense is concerned, you know. But um, Isaiah Wait instead, man. Just just really good. Um, Keith Mitchell. Um, but yeah, Rajay Harris. I mean the fun. Yeah, but um, Holton, I tell you, I don't. Yeah. Um, J, Jalen Johnson. You know when he tried to catch. Oh yeah, the O line. I tell you, I don't know. This is how I feel, guys, about this offense right now. As far as Donnie K and um and uh, Mike Houston, so I just have to hung up on that. All right.
1: <laughs> wow, he got a lot in in a yeah. short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He edited his own call there. It, yeah, that did. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. That's that's the first. <laughs> uh, or is that that was Michael, right? Are we with Tom now? It's getting late. Hold
2: on. Hold on. All right, Shirley's saying, "Hold on, we're getting hold on, Shirley." My uh, Tom Tom
1: is next. Hey, Tom And Raleigh.
15: Hey, uh, I agree with what everybody says about the offensive line, but every play that uh, Donnie calls in doesn't it go through Coach Houston? Um, Can't he not change the play?
2: Of course, yeah. I mean, we good? good? Sorry. I mean, everything falls on the shoulders of Mike Houston. Every call, every everything. I mean, you know, the the buck stops with him. Period. And yeah, with the, when the plays are called in, they they've. I mean, he's got the ability to say yay or nay. But uh, you know, I don't I don't know how much you want to do that in a game with your offensive coordinator. Um, that's typically not something. I mean, unless it's a huge call. Uh, but as far as the game plan itself and the overall game, I'm I'm sure Donnie's making all those calls.
14: Yeah, but like you said, when you run the ball seven, eight times
15: and you get zero yards, you would think the head coach would, would step in and say, no, 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 we're not going to call that play. We're going to call a passing play. Well, I think the buck stops start, with the coach.
1: Well, you know who likes to run power football right. and play that kind of style right. is the head coach, Mike Houston. Right. Okay, so, nice. Have a good night. All right. Thank you, Tom. Uh, real quick before we get the link, we have – a hundred and three more people watching than we have likes on youtube so folks just for us being here at eleven thirty, long day we're having a, a good show everybody's getting out their feelings and frustrations can we get a like can you give us a sympathy like and a sympathy subscribe and get our numbers up so we can keep bringing you this show where you can talk nonsense in the youtube chat box and you can call in and give your thoughts on the game Give us some likes. Get that number up. We needed to go way up. It's way too low. Give us some likes. Thank you. Link is up in Wilmington. Hey, Link.
6: Hey, what's going on?
1: Not much. How are you, Link?
6: Hey, good. For all these other callers, speak up so we can hear you. I'm driving home. After this terrible game, and I can't hear half the people because they can't speak up. There you go, (laughs) Link. All right,
1: action pirate right there. excitement, I like it, Link.
6: Everyone listening, everyone else listening, you're welcome. (laughs) I'm glad y'all not going to call out any players. That's your job. So uh, you can call out maybe the
1: positions like quarterback. What do you mean? Maybe just call out the position. I don't know. What do you mean? Another poor performance. Did you, did you not just here? We talked about hold. Naylor's made a mistake that he can't make as a six year quarterback. What what do you what do you want? How should we I? We talked about head?
9: him throwing across his body. Yeah, um, we've talked. Did about you miss him. that?
1: And, and, I think you were on hold.
6: Uh, just there is. Uh, do we have another quarterback who's going to play next year?
2: Mason Garcia.
6: Oh well, if he does the
21: transfer. What are you
2: Well, he hasn't transferred this year. What would be the point in transferring next year if he's going to play? If he, yeah. Uh,
21: I don't
6: know. I just, maybe y'all have the answer.
2: Nope.
6: Well, uh, what about a kicker? Do you think got a different kicker next week or no?
2: Maybe. Probably not. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> I don't think there's one behind. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't count on it. And if there's going to be a kicking competition in practice, I would imagine I'd, I'd put my money on Owen. But uh, you know, I'm not I'm not in practice on a day to day basis. So, but if I had to put my money on it, I think Owen's going to line up and be uh, the kicker next week.
6: Well, we we know he can do it, but unfortunately, we've seen that he can't. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, all the play calling, they're talking about the play calling, but you got to have the players to execute. You know we've had the chances but uh that's it i'll take that one off the air boys everyone who's calling next speak up
1: all right link thank you thank you link link in wilmington all right the likes have gone up uh okay about we're getting closer now we got like 50 some well back to 70 70 more viewers than we have likes. so we got to keep it going up we got a nice little run there but we got to keep going up and up and up and if you call in, make sure you talk loud so Link can hear you. 317 1250. Back with more after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Postgame Call In Show. Here's Clip Brock.
1: All right, 317-1250. Looks like we have open lines. We'll get to a call in a moment. Shirley is jotting down a name and number, which Glenn will then put into our video, which is a great new feature here on the show. Looks great on the graphic. So thanks for that, big dog. Yes. Uh, Billy, real quick, Brown and Wood Drive of the Game, brought to you by Brown and Wood, serving the Pirate Nation in Eastern North Carolina for since 1937. Brown and Wood, your number one dealership in Greenville. Brown and Wood on Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. Online, brownandwoodauto.com.
2: What was our drive of the game? The very first scoring drive of the game, if you remember, East Carolina's defense came up with a big goal line stand on fourth down, so that that drive started on the ECU one-yard line 96 plays or 96 yards (laughs) that would be a record that would be a record 96 yards 15 plays over eight minutes off the uh clock that's the kind of drives you want against navy uh to keep your defense uh on the sideline and rested uh Unfortunately, like we said, it ended in an Owen Daffer field goal to make it 3 nothing East Carolina. After 96 yards, you go 15 plays over 8 minutes. You want to punch that in and score uh, a touchdown instead of a field goal, but that's still that's the drive of the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, we we talked about it during a break that can you give the drive of a game to a field goal? Absolutely. I think in that case, in that, doing what you're yeah. trying to do against Navy, give your defense a rest, all that.
2: And yeah. early in the game like that. I mean, well, you know, you're know, you you're coming off an emotional fourth down stop on the yeah. goal line, and then you drive 96 yards. Now, the unfortunate part is you didn't punch it in the end zone. You did get points out of it, an Owen Daffer field goal to make it 3 nothing early in the game. You're thinking, okay, this is what we need to do, long sustain Drives. It's what I talked about on the the pregame show. One of the keys to winning this game, Uh, East Carolina unfortunately didn't have enough of those long sustained drives that
28: ended in touchdowns.
1: All right. uh, 317 1250 Pit Electric Lifeline. Chad is up in Greenville. Hey,
28: Chad. Hey, guys. That was really engaging. Uh, You had me
6: locked in there for a second. Uh, I really didn't call to talk about football. It was a tough loss tonight, but you know what? I had fun. And I'll tell you what. uh, shout out to everybody that worked the game tonight. The lines were short. I had a drink in my hand. We were having a blast. The, the crowd was hyped, man. And we did have some things to celebrate. I saw some things in there. You know, we were we were behind them the whole time. Didn't work out. But thanks for doing what you guys do. Appreciate it.
12: Okay. All
2: right, thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. I have to agree with that, too. They're, the lines were short tonight, and they had a lot more beer lines at the uh, at the game.
1: Anytime I hear a call that positive and just knowing myself, I feel like it is sarcastic and there's a joke coming, potentially a cuss word. That was a genuinely optimistic call yeah, by Chad. Yeah. And thank you for that, Chad. Yes. Thank there's you. there's good people still on this earth. We go next to James and Hubert. Hello James.
12: Hey guys, thanks for having me on tonight. Um I'm going to be kind of sort of positive and just sort of say Dude, Billy, miss you, miss you on on WITN, Channel Seven, seeing your face and uh, knowing what a huge pirate fan you are, man. Do miss you, but just a um, long time pirate fan, and just knew going into the night's game, I was just had a bad bad feeling. I'm like, this is gonna come down <laughs> to them fourth quarter again because we we. We played down the Navy, and it seemed like tonight that we wanted to beat them at the run game, and I don't get it because we are a decent passing passing team, I'm sorry. But, I mean, man, tonight it just seemed like I was on pins and needles every time Holt threw the ball, especially to the hashes. He floats it out there. Oh my God, and man, the one touchdown we had—it should have been a pick, man. And uh, God, it's just—it's so hard to watch the Pirates. But I'm a Pirate fan, man. I'm a graduate. I got to do what I got to do. But it's just—it's just exhausting sometimes.
1: I can hear it in your voice, James.
12: <laughs> you Me gave too.
1: your all tonight. I can tell, and we appreciate that, man. You—you—you
12: you, man. You gave it all you could. The wife got tired of listening to me. She was <laughs> dead. She's, she's like, I can't watch this show with you anymore. <laughs> and baby, I've, I've, I've been, I graduated in 91. I was at the fuck the effing peach bowl. I'm sorry. Hey, I, no, that's all right. you, caught you caught yourself.
2: You caught yourself. be careful. Good job. I, yeah.
12: I went through Scotty. I went through John. Hey, I saw John Thompson at a park club meeting, and I would have run through a wall for him. He was the defensive coordinator for Florida. We made a great hire. I don't know what happened in, in the interim, but, I mean, it's just so, so hard. And I knew, I knew that it was Navy's going to give us so much crap. And, man, it's just it's exhausting. And I'm not sure what what the
0: point
1: I'm
12: trying to make. No, I think we got the point.
1: James
2: is a broken man. No, it's Chad, right? No, it's James.
1: James. James, I'm sorry. uh,
12: Thank you guys so much. And I mean, I know some folks calling here have been drinking. I've been drinking. No, Uh, no no way. Oh, my God. Hey,
2: hey, James, keep keep drinking because I got some great compliments there at the beginning of the call. So thank you very
1: much.
12: They kill me, bro. But, um, (laughs) this this, this is a bad loss. This is a bad loss. All
1: right. Thanks, James.
12: Go, go pirates. Go, pirates.
1: James is one of those, like, sentimental, emotional drinkers. Yeah. There's angry drinkers, happy, laugh drinkers. He's like a. I, I, love love you,
2: you. <laughs> I, love I love you, man. I love you, man. Oh man. We, we, should, we had it tonight, man. I love, Mom, I love you, I man. Love man. I still love John Thompson. I would run through a wall for that guy. Man, man. I can it so relate to James, though,
1: as a sports fan when like you feel like you're doing everything you're you can for your it. team to win, yeah. and they don't, and you feel like you yourself lost the game. Like, it's,
2: you put it's on tough, your man. lucky underwear, yeah. man. You had everything ready to go. <laughs> But look, <laughs> Craig said James is the Eeyore of tired football. <laughs> oh no. Oh, perfect description. James. Hey, but I do have to say James said that he kind of knew that this was going to happen. You had that feeling. I didn't because of the Campbell game. Because of the way East Carolina played in the Campbell game, you know, I, I thought, okay, maybe we're past the down, you know, playing down to the competition. We're a seventeen point favorite at home. Navy's not that good. I was well, feeling good about this game.
1: I'm a big fat phony. I'm a giant l- loser. I I said I love our offense heading into this game. Ooh. We're going to score enough points. We finally got
2: the I offense so
1: too. to beat Navy. I and, I
2: remember yes. in the pregame I took the 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 um <clears throat> I took East Carolina minus the points.
1: Yeah. I, I was expecting way more as everyone was, which is why everyone is so frustrated right now. All right, Isaac's up next in Greenville. Hey, Isaac.
21: Hey, Cliff, how's it going? I know we're we're all just feeling a little bit down, but uh, I've got four things. That's it. That,
30: all
1: right.
21: And like, like yeah, many of the other people that's been calling, I've been drinking for quite a while.
1: <laughs> that, that's a prerequisite to call in. You have to have had at least seven beers, so.
21: Oh, at least. Oh man, that's the minimum when I wake when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no. But uh, first thing is, um, so everybody's been hating on the O line calling today and just not even a, just the offensive play calling today. But we didn't hear any of that last week when we won. So what's the difference between last week and this week? Like obviously we lost.
2: Well, the play calling last week was better than it was this week. I mean, I went over the first down play calling and it was. Yeah. I mean run, run 0 yards, 2 yards, 0 yards, 0 yards on first down. At some point you got to get away from the run on first down and throw the football.
21: Definitely, definitely. Uh but you like do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like people last week they were like, "Oh yeah, everything was great this and that." But we well, have to change. We have to change our play calling by whoever we're playing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that's like, true. You can't you can't I mean, I understand going into a game with a game plan. Um, I do that at my work every day. We have to have a game plan when we go in. But you know what? Sometimes the game plan changes. And at halftime, I I was waiting for that halftime adjustment because East Carolina has played better in the second half early in the season this year. So I thought, okay, 3-3, second half is going to be a totally different ball game. We're going to see a little bit more up-tempo, a little bit more uh, getting players out into space, a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, inventive play calling maybe. I didn't see that in the second half this time.
21: Yeah, uh, I was expecting the same thing, especially at the game, because like, I've been at every game this season. And second half, we always turn around and like, do something a little extra, a little special. This uh, this game, we didn't do that at all. Um, second thing, just to move on to the next thing so we can – Yeah, this is going time.
1: pretty slow here. Uh,
21: yeah, yeah. Second, second thing is uh, about y'all's question earlier. If we would have made the kick, could we have? I, I know we have a great defense, uh, especially within the red zone. If we would have, if we would have made the kick, how would we have done against Navy's run? Like two and a half, three yards. Right. A day, so they always <sighs> for them to get that two point.
1: Yeah. Look at. I- I wouldn't have felt great about it just because their offense is designed to basically get three yards of carry. Having said that, we had done a great job uh, stuffing them at the line of scrimmage. So I wouldn't have felt great at that point, but uh, yeah, we'd have had a fighting chance, I guess. I don't know. How would you have felt in that situation?
21: Like I I would have loved to make the field goal. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if, if, if we would have, like it could have gone to six overtimes at that point. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's, uh, it would have been like the Illinois game last year, six overtimes. They luckily get a two-point conversion in the uh, right corner of the end zone. Okay. But if they would have won, how would we have felt then? Like I would have been like, well, we should have just got this game over with early.
2: <laughs> well, then, and then guess this what? That's a weird hypothetical. But though. then guess what? Nobody, if we got to the third overtime, nobody can blame a kicker because you take the kicker out of the equation.
21: Exactly, exactly. And us, like, all the fans and people that has been calling in, putting all that, like, pressure on Owen, like, that's not right. Like, honestly, like, that's what he's there for, yes. Yeah. Like everybody else said, it shouldn't have came down to him. Offense should have played better, yes. But at the end of the day, like, that's what he's there for. Like, the kicker is there to make field goals at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. All right. That's true. Point number three.
21: Point number three. What was point number three? Anyways, uh, well, we're just gonna end it there. All right, you got two points in. <laughs> hey, there you
1: go. You got your points. Sorry, right, buddy. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. There's Isaac in Greenville. Those first two points ran a little long, and you know what? We'll just skip three and four. Wait till yeah, next week. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Let's get another break in three one seven twelve fifty. If you want to jump in, now's the time to do it. More to go. U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show back after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call in show. Here's Clip Brock. All
1: righty. Looks like we're going to make it to Sunday here. Oh, no. Washington plays Philadelphia tomorrow. Mm.
2: Um. It's not going to be fun either. Mm, could be a bad weekend overall.
1: Could be a bad weekend, Billy. Mm, a bad, bad weekend.
2: I don't know. Please, Carson Wentz, do something against your old team.
1: 317 <laughs> 1250 Mid Electric Live Line. <laughs> Football season is the worst, folks. So let's sucks. face it. All right. Uh, will is up in Greenville where there's a Will, there's a Way. Hello, Will.
31: Good evening. How are you doing?
1: Not great. How are you?
31: Uh, Same. Um, I would just like to say that uh, I thought the play calling was extremely poor tonight and um, I thought it was similar to previous games we've seen from Donnie Kirkpatrick and it's kind of amazing to think back to 2016 when him and Mike Houston won a SCS National Championship at James Madison where they averaged uh, something like 460 yards a game. Um, It's just something that we wish we could put into play here at East Carolina. And it would be nice. And going forward, we're going to struggle extremely because we have the likes of Gary Bohannon, the Baylor quarterback, playing for uh, USF now. And uh, we're going to have to really uh, figure a way out to stop him because uh, we haven't seen his true talents yet with the opposition they've played because they've played some uh, true talent with BYU and Louisville already. And so... We're really going to have to see how they're going to match up against a team like us who struggled against Navy today, and it's going to be a tough matchup
2: next week. I think it's going to be tough matches, matchups all yeah. season long from, from here, here on out.
1: out. Will Pratt at Tulane, and then you know we haven't got the BYU, Cincinnati, UCF, Houston. I mean, yeah, the the easy part, quote-unquote, is the schedule's over, and, I mean, you, you bring up a good point. I mean, I would even if we beat Navy today by 24, I wouldn't feel great about next week. Every week – is, it's a reset, and it's going to be a dog fight, and we're going to have to play our best. Uh, I think ECU still might be a favorite next week, yeah. a road favorite, but uh, I don't know. Anything else, Will?
31: Uh, no, I would just like to say that I hope we can make necessary adjustments going forward, and um, hopefully that John Gerlbert is in Mike uh, Houston's office right now having a word about Donnie Kirkpatrick, and that would be nice to see. All
1: right, Will. Uh, nice collected call this late at night. Yes. Thanks, man. Yeah. Will in Very Greenville impressed with, Will's with the call. Elvie uh, on Facebook says, Clip, your black shirt and black hat look a lot better than Billy's white shirt. I am out <laughs> till next week. Go Pirates. Eat salad, not corn sticks, and we win next week. Huh. All
2: right. Okay.
1: You know what, Elvie? You know, I was, I was
2: going I'm going to try with, a salad this week. And I was going with trying to be a fan, man. They said it was white out. I wore my white Pirate Vibes only shirt. Had my... Uh, my uh salute to america hat on with the flag on the side of it for the military appreciation so i was doing my part didn't turn out too good
1: uh, Jody says so far I've heard Holt Naylors pitch Parker's Familia, Italian, and Clean Eats. It sounds like his diet is all over the place. <laughs> if he's really eaten at all those places, maybe that explains his performance. Uh Jody, I don't think that has anything to do with the on the field performance. No, but <laughs> Because that sounds like my uh well, minus the clean eats. It sounds like my
2: uh Diet Diet,
1: yeah. Very observant though. But uh that is very observant and those are uh you know those are NIL deals so yeah it's uh, it's not necessarily what he's putting in his body every night i'll say that it's
2: what he's putting uh, on the field all right uh let's see
1: let's see kent says they uh ecu will not be a road favorite he says three fave sfl does that mean south florida by 3 maybe i don't know we'll see Could when the be. line comes out if, uh, if you're right, Kent, I'll give you the tip of the cap. If you're wrong, uh, I want to talk to you on Monday, and I'm going to chastise you for three hours on Pirate <laughs> Radio Live. Hours three full all. Hours. Three hours. All right, uh, we got any more breaks, Shirley? We got one more break. Folks, last call for your call. We're going to say good night and good morning to you. We'll come back and get ready to wrap things up here on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show back after this.
0: You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock.
1: 317-1250, last call for your calls if you wanted to jump in. Amy on YouTube with one of the all-time lame, lazy takes that I see time and time again. She was thinking if uh, Holden spent less time doing commercials, and should spend more time watching film. Uh, I saw that. I'm not picking on you, Amy. I saw somebody else say if uh, the team spent less time worrying about what they're going to wear and then practicing, they'd have done. It is – I don't know if you think you're making a good point. or Maybe you're trying to be funny. Maybe you know it's not a good point. But if you think you're making a good point, you really – how did watching film – Holden made a bonehead decision tonight and threw the ball when he should have ran. It doesn't matter how much film he watches. He he made a mistake – in the heat of the moment on that play, and I, I just—it it is such a lame, lame take when you say stuff like that. So lame. That, That's—I
2: agree. That's I, I, I
1: don't, I don't have. A I get it. Like you're that. frustrated, and like you think you're being smart,
2: but you're not. Don't say that.
1: It doesn't look smart. Yeah. All right. So there's Amy.
2: I wonder right, if the there. average fan knows exactly how much time. A division one athlete puts into their craft <laughs> you
1: think old nailers doesn't watch enough film <laughs>
2: that's yeah <laughs> yeah just a
1: dumb take all right uh i think we have a caller coming in 317-1250 last call for your call uh cameron just played a game in madden he ran the ball on every first down and lost by 28 seriously <laughs> i don't know but it's a good, that's a now that's, that's a, a great take now that's funny that's a great take amy that's funny cameron's being funny that's a good take uh, we got David up in Greensboro 317-1250 last call for your calls hello David
5: hey guys what's going on <laughs> I'm about 30 minutes outside of Greensboro I have to admit when we lose this uh, you know the show is a lot more uh, energized and excitement as far as keeping me up yeah, I think you guys were talking earlier when we win the show is just not quite as uh, entertaining <laughs>
1: That's the way it goes.
5: Hey, I don't want to be the dead horse with the offense, you know, and the offensive calling and the lack of, um, you know, adjustments. But I'm pretty stoked about our defense. I think they're playing incredible, you know, as far as, you know, the number of points we've held opponents to, you know, just how the defense is playing. And yet, you know, as I'm driving here, I'm not sure who the uh, linebackers are and, you know, what's been the difference you know, in our, um, our defensive unit this year that's uh, made them play so well and
1: produce. Great question. And I've brought this up with like Jeff Charles and others asking, do we have like a star on defense, Kevin Monroe? And the answer has been no. And it's like a collective group of guys. And sometimes it's Miles Berry and sometimes it's Julius Wood, uh, Juwan Powell. Sometimes it's a D lineman, Elijah Moore. It's like, it's certainly not one specific player. It's just, I think these guys playing together. You you know where
2: it is. It's another year under Blake Harrell. Yeah, I mean the guy has come in here and he's made uh, extremely big strides uh, defensively with his play calling defensively, and I, I think that's what's frustrating. To a lot of pirates tonight. After seeing this, because the defense played more than well enough to win, the offense didn't hold up their end of the bargain. So, of course, the first thing you look at is the coordinators. You look at the defensive coordinator, Blake Harrell, getting it done. A lot of people giving a lot of jabs, and and maybe rightfully so to Donnie Kirkpatrick on the offensive side. So, I think defensively, to answer your question, it's another year under Blake Harrell. They like the system. They like his uh, his attitude. He's you know he's a fiery guy. Um, Um, And, you know, he has – I said going into this game, Blake Harrell's going to have a good defensive game plan for Navy because he knows that offense. He's seen it time and time again with his days at the Citadel and Lenore Ryan. So uh, they played well tonight, just uh, the offense didn't uh, compliment them.
5: Uh, I completely agree. The uh, defense is great. Yeah, 12th man, fans, yeah, it's loud. Yeah, I'm down there near the field. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, so we're enjoying it. Not enjoying the offense. Yeah, you I know, simply don't have confidence and trust. Yeah, you know, Billy, we used to play basketball together, East used um, You know, Jim back at lunchtime. And oh yeah, I feel like the offense is kind of like my uh, my basketball game. Not I'm I'm <laughs> really sure what to do with it. You know, and Ailer, sometimes he's scrambling back there, and you know, it just doesn't look like the game slowed down for him yeah you know, but I'll have to you know say at times it almost looks like the uh, receivers are either giving up or or not moving after the uh the initial play breaks down and um you know, like to see more like to have greater trust in the um you know the offensive uh you know playmaking you know and I guess we'll see there's always hope you know, i think it was great during the camel game to see Ailers, you know drop some in and you know, you have these moments where you're sitting back going yes. That is what he can do. And, and, and the other days, like today, yeah, you know, that the shoe drops on the wrong side of the bed. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> yeah, <that's,
2: laughs> I tell you what, you know what I remember from the, the Campbell game, too? There were a lot of passes deep on the sidelines that were 50-50 balls that Holton threw up to his receivers, and guys like C.J. went up and took them away. I mean, that's what you get from a guy like C.J. Johnson. He's a big physical receiver, and I, I didn't see any of that. Uh, against Navy of of any 50 balls or, or guys stretching the field, any and giving your receivers a chance to make a play, it just didn't happen tonight.
5: Ayers looked out of sync, just not comfortable and and wasn't willing to um, you know to uh, trust his guys. I'm not sure if it's due to the uh, the physical aggressiveness of um, yeah you know, the corners or you know how they're playing our receivers, um, and if it differed from yeah you know, the softness of maybe Campbell or um, you know, ODU, but. Yeah, you know, definitely a, a different team and you know maybe the puzzle pieces will come together one day or you know we just keep hoping.
1: So. All right, David, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it, guys. So we got him just about all the way back to Greensboro yeah. on the fifth quarter that's tonight. Right. that's what we do here. We uh I couldn't do it, man. I if like if Washington wins I watch the post game. I watch inside the NFL, NFL primetime. I watch everything, right? But if they lose, I'm done. Like, it. yeah, I, it's I'm disgusted. So with Credit it. to you, fans. Y'all are tougher than me. Yeah, I, I, I ain't got it in me. I ain't got that dog in me. <laughs> we go to Big Daddy in Greenville. Hello, Big Daddy. This
30: is Big Daddy. I just want to take. I out said that equipment room, and I've got all the white helmets, white jerseys, white pants, and they're going to Wilkerson to the incinerator. In two hours, they're going to be gone.
2: All right. Save one for me. I want one of of the white helmets. Absolutely. I think they're awesome looking.
30: Yeah. Last time I remember we wore them, we wore them in Cincinnati a couple years back, and it wasn't good. And it just seems like to me, we got to do something. And the the only other thing is, you know, they're all 18 to 22 year olds. Uh, I wish we had quit running to the short side of the field, maybe run to the wide side, but, you know, I'm not a coach. They know what they're doing, and just remember they're all kids, and a lot of people are down on holding, but, I mean, we've won a lot of games with them, and it takes 11 guys to make a play. Everybody do their own job, and when you snap the ball and you got five people in your face, it's hard. So I appreciate what y'all do and uh, y'all y'all go home and get you some uh, biscuit and gravy
2: and go to bed. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. I love <laughs> some
30: right, biscuit Big and Daddy. gravy. It's Might about
1: breakfast time now, too. Might see you for some football tomorrow. So mm-hmm. We'll see. Sounds good, buddy. All right, there he is, Big Daddy in Greenville, burning. If if uh, if we were wearing purple helmets tonight, we, we would have won. Holden would have ran the ball instead of throwing across his body. Yep, yep. But that jersey. I believe that. That messed him up. Mm-hmm. All right, that is it. We are leaving we're not going to give you our cell phone number so you can keep calling us. Sorry. You're going to have to wait till next week. And guess what? It's going to be even later next week because ECU plays at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Seven o'clock. So we're going to be with you late into the evening once again on the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Call-In Show. Uh, y'all made it a fun show though, so kudos to all the callers. Everybody tuned in. Thank you so much for your support of Pirate Radio and the program. Thanks to Parker's Barbecue for the awesome post-game food. Parker's, three locations in Greenville to serve you. They ship nationwide. Parker'sBBQ.com. Thanks to their tremendous support. To the Buccaneer Music Hall for the scoreboard, the orthopedic feast injury report. Glenn said coming out of the press conference, the Keaton Mitchell injury. uh, Not serious, so that's good news. We had the Brown and Wood drive of the game. And of course, some not so great numbers on the UBE stat sheet weave uh first road game of the year next year
2: yes next
1: year next week next whatever. week yeah first I'm road done. game
2: first I'm road done. game it's gonna be a late one speaking of it's gonna be a late one for me tonight i'm heading over to the book billy the uh, night is young billy weaver
1: i'm taking my home <laughs> billy's going to the buck I'm going to the buck Shirley, great job as always big dog filling in because some dude had a birthday Apparently, that's a thing now. Uh, Big dog, great day. Thank you, sir. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Bud Light Pregame Tailgate and the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call In Show.
0: You have been listening to the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Postgame Call In Show. Join us next time for complete postgame coverage of East Carolina football exclusively on Pirate Radio, the voice of the pirate nation.